Hey guys, you're listening to Leaving a Legacy. This is John Herman, and you're listening to Leaving a Legacy. Hi, this is PJ Butler, and you're listening to Leaving a Legacy. This is Kyle, and you're listening to Leaving a Legacy. Hey, this is Jim. I'm leaving a Legacy. Got a mouthful of meat. Um. Oh, wait. That's not what I meant. Don't put that on there. Now we take you to the Red Room, where round one pairings have been posted. So it's Monday again, and this time it's the 100th episode of Leaving a Legacy, and this is somebody who hasn't been on the cast since the first episode. (laughs) (laughs) We have a guest host, Adrian, tonight. (laughs) Yeah, so uh, I'm Mathematrixter, and I'm joining (laughs) the cast (laughs) of the regulars. Uh, How you doing, Jerry? I'm doing great. How you doing, Adrian? Fucking stellar. Good. I'm (laughs) glad. How you doing, Pat? I am doing really well, man. Thank you. How you doing? Who fucking gives a shit? Um, <laughs> are you guys excited? Yeah, I, can, I just I can, you can't even contain it, right? I, I can't. Well, it's like you were saying, like sending me all this like birthday stuff earlier, and I'm like, well, our birthday is the 104th episode. Yeah, if you go by a Jesus calendar, apparently. <laughs> the, uh, the Gregorian calendar. <laughs> the Jesus calendar. We're on the Mexican calendar, Jerry. Well, there's 52 weeks in the year, so Actually, 104th. Like the, yeah. Yeah, I like that, Pat. We'll call it the metric calendar. Sure. <laughs> Good. Good. So, uh, Jerry, you must have played some Legacy recently. I was standing behind you. <laughs> I played a lot of Legacy this weekend. I probably played more Legacy this weekend than probably the last couple months combined. <laughs> oh, yeah. And uh, have you been playing the same deck, or you have been bouncing different decks around? I've been bouncing around. So uh, on Friday, I went to Gaming Etc., and I played Monastery Mentor Tinfins, okay. uh, which is a hell of a lot of fun. I ended up cashing there, so nice. took some Took the store credit and bought a conspiracy booster box. Oh, a whole box. Yeah. Why? How'd you place? Uh, I didn't. I didn't get like that much. I came in oh. like. Th- I came in third, so. Okay. I, I used the credit to supplement my purchase. All right. <laughs> um, but yeah, the deck was really sweet, and then I also took it to that's E on Sunday, uh, which Kate was uh, judging, which was awesome to. Uh, just play under that, and uh, I didn't do so well at that. ZE. kind of ran into miracles, which is tough for the deck. Uh, but it was still a lot of fun to play. I don't think I would ever. I don't think I would play it at a big tournament, but it's awesome for just like small, like F and M style tournaments. Okay, um, and, I, I noticed that that's that's where I was watching you, and uh, I I was a little confused. I think I don't know if you went to Entomb or Fetch or what, and it was. Post board because you had monastery mentors in the deck, but you still kept Grizzlebrand in with Children of Corliss. Yeah, I mean that's the benefit uh, of the deck is you can basically board out four Gitaxian Probe and board in four Monastery Mentor, still have your combo completely intact, and also have this Plan B plan of just uh, Monastery Mentor beats. Okay. I beat so many people with Monastery Mentors post board. Doesn't that seem awkward? Like if if you keep if you keep Grizzlebrand Children of Corliss in, you're still on the same combo, but what you did was actually weaken it. But if and by taking out probes, you've actually not you've you've gotten rid of four triggers for Monastery Mentor. 
But the probes are the easiest things to cut just because they, they're the worst uh, hand-fixing. You know, it, they're not brainstorms or ponders. It's just one card. And the information's good turn one when you don't know what they're on. But games two and three, that uh, their value goes down a bit because you're no longer in the dark about what they're playing. Generally, I'd agree with you, but games two and three, you still use them as triggers on mentors to make monk tokens. There's there's a lot of other ways to trigger the mentor tokens that you don't really need the Gitaxian probes. I mean, sure, the I mean, probes are nice. It's just there's nothing really else that you want to board out in that in that setting. Well, I guess once you start boarding in the swords to plowshares in that deck, that's when you kind of start trimming the combo pieces a little bit. Um, but you kind of only really do that against the uh, decks that have a lot of hate for your combo, like the Deathrite Shaman Containment Priest decks. How many how many mentors did you use? Uh, four mentors and four sorts of plowshares. That's kind of the uh, the stock list that uh, a couple tin fins players have been uh, running lately. Okay, see four four mentors out of the board. Uh, I would rather draw a probe than a children of Corliss. Uh, oh, so you're saying like to take the children of Corliss out completely and just leave a probe in? You could do that, but I just still like being able to have the children of Corliss combo potential post board because there are also plenty of games where I made them fight me over the Monastery Mentors, and then once they were out of counter magic, I <laughs> went off in their face. Oh, okay, I thought you were going to start telling me you attacked them with Children of Corliss for 20. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I did deal, like, five points of damage with the Children of Corliss in one game. All right. <laughs> so it wasn't inconsequential. <laughs> I had Kate, Kate Donnelly... Uh, Impartial witness of Jerry playing at TE on Sunday. She, <laughs> I asked her how Jerry was doing, and she said, uh, he just kept an O-Lander and used the Chromox to ponder, then get probe into a land, so... <laughs> <laughs> and then cast uh, Children of Cap- Corliss for the Corliss beatdown. Oh, yep. yep. This shit is fun. <laughs> it, it, it is fun. It is fun. I haven't done the, I haven't done the monastery uh, myself, because I won't purchase them because they're in standard. Uh, right now, but I mean they're about to rotate. I think now is probably a good time to pick them up because they're about to rotate, and people who have them for eternal formats aren't going to be trading them in. But all the standard players are kind of seeing the writing on the wall. And yeah. are... I, I don't know. I just I, I, some some people like it. I actually I put ten fins back together, but I didn't go with monastery mentors. I just put together a green sideboard. Yeah. For um, carpet of flowers, anti swarm, and abrupt decays. Yeah, I like that plan as well. Um, that's when you just want to be a dedicated combo deck. But I just kind of like combo decks that also have the ability to turn into a beatdown deck. Yep. So, so what else did you play? Where did you play it? Uh, so I also played uh, Grixis Delver in a Magic Online league. Uh, ended up going three and two in that. Uh, I don't. I just. I don't really like Grixis Delver right now. It's okay. just. I just, I don't, I think one of the reasons why it's putting up so many results is because so many people are playing it. It's okay. such a, it's such a large percentage of the meta, it's like, if you shoot enough times at a target, you're eventually gonna hit a bullseye. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I think of like the top tier one <laughs> decks right now, I think it's probably one of the worst of the tier one decks, just as far as like, pure deck power goes. Everything you do in Grixis just feels really underpowered compared to the rest of the format. Uh, you just kind of have a little bit of consistency on your side, but I mean that deck that that deck was fine to run. They let me get my uh, fair fix in. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much. I, I mean, altogether, I played uh, 
about like 15 rounds of Legacy over the weekend, so I think that's a pretty good weekend. <laughs> well, you go to a GP, Jerry? I know, right? <laughs> 15 rounds of competitive Legacy is a pretty good start. <laughs> what about you, Pat? Did you play any? Uh, just played a little, poking around a little bit online. This week's been kind of crazy for me, so uh, sadly I didn't get to go to TE. Uh, I was planning on going, and I had to bail out last minute again. Because your um, son guilt-tripped you. He, oh, my God. He doesn't even mean to. He's just like, oh, you're not coming to... You not come to the cookout, Dad? You're I'm missing like, on all these memories? Yeah, I'm like, uh, <laughs> I guess I'm going now. <laughs> Sorry, guys. So, But it's fine. It's mm. fine. I, I ended up, I played a little. Um, I went up to the Wiz, and I ended up, I, I took second and got some store credit there, but I put together, like, regular 10 fins with a green sideboard. And it was funny, because, I don't know, there wasn't that many people there, but everybody kept going, oh, my God, there's, like, two Tin Fins decks in the room. And uh, <laughs> one of them wasn't quite Tin Fins, but I'm, I'm really the only one who actually gives a shit about the differences. What's in the sideboard for for green Tin Fins? Uh, what did I put? Four Abrupt Decays, I think three three Carpet of Flowers, a couple of Xanted Swarms, and some extra Silences, and Serenity. Serenity. Okay. Oh, Serenity and Chain of Vapor. Serenity's a good character. Oh, Serenity's fucking awesome. Serenity will answer Leyline of the Void, whereas, like, everything else won't. A chain of Vapor. So, like, I don't have to go with a green sideboard, but I can bring in a, ga- a green sideboard against Miracles. It also gotcha. makes Curtis the Enchantress player cry so hard. <laughs> well, yeah, but it only gets rid of his shit for one turn, but usually I only need one turn. But I had, like, a couple of really... Uh, I think round one I played against Food Chain. Mm-hmm. Um, I lost miserably. Uh, any deck that turns uh, turn one fucking Deathrite Shaman with a Force of Will is really difficult. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I lost a food chain, died to Deathrite Activations, which seems to be the way it goes when somebody lands a Deathrite, as I typically seem to die to Deathrite Activations. Um, what else? I played against Belcher, and that was neat, because, like, you know, I was doing Burning Fins when I lost to Oops All Spells. I'm like, man, this really doesn't answer shit like that. So I put Tin Fins back together, and um, I think I, like, Gataxian probed and saw triple Chromox, so I Cabal Therapied the Chromoxes out of his hand, which didn't seem to matter because I left the Belcher in his hand. Um, <laughs> and then uh, he, like, he got me game one. I think game two, I had this uh, I, I had this really weird start where I, like, Gataxian probed, could see his hand, and then I played a land, a Chrome Mox, and stuck a Gorio's Vengeance under the Mox. On his turn, he cast Land Grant. So I cracked a Fetch, grabbed a Scrubland, and silenced him. And then used, mm-hmm. the, used the Chrome Mox to Entomb, untapped, and shallow graved. So they got all through that. And then Wait. Uh, oh, okay, sorry. Sorry, Land yeah. Grant. I was thinking uh, Crop Rotation. I'm like, wait, silencing on Crop Rotation doesn't work. <laughs> uh, no, but it's silencing. Well, no, the thing was Land Grant resolves, but then he can't cast anything else that turn. Right, right, I got that. leaves me free to Entomb, and then I can untap and shallow grave. Yeah. Uh, um, and that's how that happened. And then game three, we both had turn ones in our hand. He had turn one that went into empty the warrants, and I had turn one that killed him. It was, uh, so that was actually really interesting. And then, God, I played, actually round one, I played against another guy who, um, main deck and snaring bridge. And like, as soon as I entombed Grizzlebrand, he put down an ensnaring bridge, <laughs> and then I like, went around and tendrils did. 
don't don't worry about that because my round one opponent at that Z, uh, I Gitaxium probed him while playing Tinfins, and he revealed a hand of like uh land, land, delver, force of will, daze, ponder, surgical extraction main. <laughs> Just like, oh my god, I just want to vomit right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty uh, good. Uh, yeah, I guess you got a plan to like, you got a plan to reanimate on the stack with surgical extraction on the yeah. stack. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, you can fight through a surgical extraction. You can't fight through a surgical extraction. Back spells. By, <laughs> yeah, back by days, back by force of will. Mm. Uh, I actually ended up winning that matchup though because he thought I was on storm. And he Which you sur- were. <laughs> I mean, I was, but not the storm he was thinking. And he surgicaled my uh, dark rituals. Uh, really? Yeah. So I like cast a dark ritual, and he surgicaled it uh, in uh, once it resolved because I think he just wanted. I don't know what he was thinking. Well, but I don't he, think he, he wanted surgical dark ritual against you. Ever. Well, he you, could, he couldn't do it unless you went to cast something else because he didn't have priority, right? Right. Right. So all right. So but he cast it, and then he probably went through the deck and cried. Uh, it's like dark ritual. Yeah, it's his, terrible. His face drooped quite a bit. <laughs> even though I won game one there, I still lost the other two, uh, just because he was running four surgical extractions. Uh, oh my god! Death, <laughs> yeah, Deathrite Shamans. Uh, he uh, he just had a lot of hate for me. No and, shit, Deathrite Shaman <laughs> and four surgicals. And well, I mean, and all the counter magic and the discard. It just uh, the the decks did not line up in my favor at all. Yeah, yeah. All right, so so that covers. Yeah, I guess that covers what we've played and the fact that Pat hasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Pat, you lazy boy! Oh my god, I think I'm chained to my house. You got to teach the kids how to play, bud. Oh, I, I'm. I Liam has a stack of cards in the living room right now. He's been playing with. He uh, he he play a game where. Oh god! So we play, basically <laughs> has like a stack of cards, and there's like yeah, you know, it's like eighteen. Cre- it's like probably like eh, like twelve creatures, thirteen creatures, and like a handful of like lands and enchantments or whatever. We play a game where he, this is his rules. Like he starts with a deck, like one community deck in the center of the table, and you just draw cards from the top. And at the end of the game, whoever has the most creatures wins. I'm like, all right, sure. <laughs> I guess that's how we're playing right now. But uh, another year or two, when he's able to read, we'll. Uh, you know, we'll 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 get him into playing some magic, but I I told him I can't wait till he's able to tag along with me because it's gonna be great. Yeah, well, you don't need to be able to read to play magic; you just need to re- re- recognize the artwork. <laughs> yeah, like, sure. Like yeah. how many how many people do I yeah, play that, against? I can't. Japanese can cards? I play magic? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's that, but there's there's like the number of people playing Japanese cards too. Like by the time he learns to read, he's gonna have to learn to read foreign. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so maybe I'll, maybe I'll put him together a little burn deck for him to see and just let him play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see what happens, dude. It wasn't it wasn't that long ago that little twelve year old kid took like what second at the SCG with Burn. Oh yeah, um, what the hell is his name? Uh, I don't know, but that kid was a trooper, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's like ten o'clock well, at night. I'm watching SCG coverage. This little kid's yawning. <laughs> who was the little kid who beat uh, Joe Lissette at GB Columbus? Spicklemeyer, Clay Spicklemeyer. No idea. Oh yeah, that sounds familiar, right? Yeah. Well, sixteen isn't a little kid. I'm talking about this kid was like twelve. Yeah, yeah. It was it was it was way past his bedtime, and he's just <laughs> up playing burn. There was like a twelve year old who top aided a bunch of duels a little while ago who was like thirteen or fourteen. That might have been the same kid. Yeah. Uh, all right, should we uh, start getting some guests on the cast tonight? Why you got one? Yeah, we got you lined up tonight. Well, what do you got? 
Round two pairings have been posted. Look at that mug. <laughs> Look at that. Uh, if only our listeners at home could see the beautiful face that popped up in the Skype call. Oh, well, they can if they check the Facebook group. I hope it's your. T- I hope that's your Tinder profile picture. You <laughs> playing the pipe with that thing? Are you kidding me? That pass about to swipe right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like. Uh, so on first tonight we have one of our oldest friends of the cast, the one and only Jonathan no, Herman. He's oh, not the Parker? oldest. He's, de- he's probably the youngest. Oh, no. oh, I mean, like in the real world. <laughs> How are you today? Oh, I'm fantastic. How's, how's school going? You back to school now? Yeah, so this week is great. So are you a <laughs> sophomore now? Yeah, sophomore. Yeah, you whippersnapper. No, I'm old now. You welcome in all the freshman girls? Uh, so far, yeah. Good. good. <laughs> uh, so, Kermit, how have you been? Have you been playing Legacy lately? Um, I haven't for at least a month. Oh, but um, they got those I'm, new Death and Taxes cards. I know, right? Oh, yeah. I already picked it? a set of the recruiters and then one of the prowess. The one with prowess? No, the prowess guy, like the chalice. Oh, the chalice on legs? Yeah. Chalice on legs? I was, yeah, I'm <laughs> yeah. starting to kind of test with it, but it's I haven't gone to any big events or any events. So, but it's it it makes I mean you can build the main board more toolboxy, but it makes it go at least a turn slower. When you curve out, so like I found that's been that can be the difference between winning and losing. So I don't know. It might be good. I'm trying to visit three of recruiter, one of prelate, but or chalice guy, but it might it might only need to be a two of for the recruiters, honestly, just because of how much slower it makes things. I I think you should make death and taxes as inconsistent as bad as possible. So <laughs> just, just jam those in. <laughs> don't even test. Just just take it to the tournament. <laughs> yeah, I might I might just make it mono bears. Mono hate bears? Yeah, with, no, no hate, just bear. Just bear? <laughs> <laughs> it's like grizzly bears and like two two vanilla creatures. Don't forget about the three three vanilla creatures though. For, for three of course. Uh, aren't those like grey orgs or something like that? I forgot what those are called. Uh, you know, I haven't put much thought about them until now, so I couldn't tell you. <laughs> it sounds like you have your magic f- future figured out. Oh, of course. <laughs> uh, so, Pat, do you want? You, you had some things rattling around. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you know, kind of one of the things I wanted to sort of, I think it'll help tie the whole cast together. Um, you know, we've been on the air now. I mean, the cast itself has been on the air for almost two years, right? Like, that's pretty crazy. It's one year and 11 months. <laughs> you, you could say the cast has been on the air. You can't say we've been on the air. Well, yeah, that's why I say the cast. I came in a little late. I was a little late, but... Well, yeah, and I've been missing the last nine months. I'm the consistent yeah. actor. I'm, I'm the keystone. No, there's been a few times you ain't been there either, Jerry. <laughs> and those have been the good ones. Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> those tend to be the best episodes. <laughs> But, uh, so first of all, um, I think, you know, one of the things that I want to do personally is just thank you, John, for being, you know, for first of all, being a friend of ours and, be, and being someone who supports the cast and, uh, being a good guy to, when we get a chance to play cards, which has been few and far between lately, but, um, you know, I, I appreciate that myself. And but, I, uh. I want to, I want to carry on to that too and say thank you for all the fucking donations that you come up with too. You, you, yeah. you, you kept thank coming up with boxes of commons. 
I still have more at my house, actually, believe it or not. <laughs> it, it piles up very quickly. Good, good. Keep, keep them set aside, because Pat's, uh, Pat's still taking them in. Yes, I yeah. am. Yes, I am. Forget those in, like, about a month, and I might try to get out to, like, acting or Worcester at some point in the next couple months. Cool. cool. Yeah, we got, sure. uh... We got the real estate tournament next month, uh, the $75 buy-in in, uh, Connecticut. Okay, you caught my attention with real estate. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, tabletop games, it's like $75 buy-in, and, uh, like, first place is four underground C's or... Holy shit. Or, yeah, four. Yeah, it's legit. Yeah, and then it's just like, you know, second place is four, uh, volcanic, then four trop going down. And they're also given the option if you don't want the dual lands for some reason, you can choose to get expedition fetch lands of the corresponding color pair. Mm, $75 buy-in sounds real heavy though. It is a heavy buy-in, but the, the prize payout, it definitely makes it worth it. Oh yeah, there's definitely a reason why. So, if you can get to that, I I think I'm gonna go to that, that'd be a good, good place to see a bunch of people. Oh yeah, for sure. Seventy-five dollars can go a lot longer in college than. <laughs> yeah, that's like that's like sixty beers. And, uh, that's a lot of beers. That's like thirty-five rupees and a, and a bag of oregano. <laughs> a bag of oregano. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's right. Jerry went to Clark. <laughs> so you know, in the in the last two years, like we've seen a lot change with the podcast itself, like. You know, I hopped on and like the. Where did Adrian go? Thirty-four. Yeah, Adrian got <laughs> let go. Now he's coming back. You know, he was on strike for a while. No, the bathroom's but, um, not done. Now it's done. I actually <laughs> ran into somebody this weekend. I'm like, do you ever finish that bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so I just want to know, kind of like, you know, where were you at two years ago, and sort of where do you see yourself in two years? Magic, magic, and otherwise. Me? Yeah. Um. I I wasn't honestly even in the format then. Actually, I told I think I told Jerry the story the first time I met him. I was on the cusp of not even building a deck, and I was actually listening to the cast, and I heard that you guys are local. Because like, at first I thought that I wouldn't be able to play it if I built it, so I almost gave up. And just from listening to the cast, I realized, oh wait, like there's people in the area to play with, so that actually got me into it when I almost gave up. Ah, see, Jerry, a trick worked. Yes. <laughs> I know. Now I have useless $1,500 pile of cards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, what else would they be? Like, textbooks? <laughs> you made the right choice. <laughs> Actually, that those are also $1,500. Yeah. yeah, you have a pile of $1,500 of cardboard and $1,500 of uh, paper. I'll, you know, t- I'll tell you now, I'll tell you now, you'll be able to sell your magic cards quicker than your textbooks. <laughs> That's true. Well, not uh, quicker, but for much greater profit. Yes, yes, there, yes. there is a better retention. Yeah, I bought this textbook for $500, and you're saying you're going to give me $60 to buy it back. <laughs> no, I've, I've paid 200 and they've said it's worthless because it doesn't have the code, like the online codes now. So they don't, they don't even want it. They, don't even, they won't even buy it back. Such bullshit. Oh, I know. Tell me about it. So, so what about two years from now, Kerman? Where do you see you yourself? Jail? No, <laughs> in college. It doesn't count until then. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm so jealous. I go to the shops and I see these guys still in college and they're just like, yeah, we've been just playing Magic all week. We don't have anything else to do, like a job or responsibilities. 
or anything. Or kids. Yeah. <laughs> or kids. <laughs> I'm watching Jerry play 15, time, 15 rounds over the weekend. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> hey, I didn't say I'm not, I'm not, uh, you know, in decent situation myself, but I'm just still jealous of the grass is greener on the other side, people. Mm, mm. Boy, and I took, I have no Fridays this semester. Completely took the day off. You have no classes Friday. Yep. I did that. I learned that after freshman year. Sophomore, junior, senior year, never took a Friday class ever again. Greatest oh, decision. that's a good idea. <laughs> oh, it's been, so far, it's been quite amazing. But So what's your excuse for not coming to F&M uh, Legacy? You have no excuse. Hey, if you pick me up, I'll go. <laughs> Actually, I guess is the better. I don't know. I've heard scary stories about Jerry's driving. Actually, yeah, that's true. Maybe an R should. <laughs> it's just like finding exits and then parking, parallel parking. That's his, those are his weaknesses. <laughs> oh, alright. Yeah, he's good than that. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to build a second deck just so I'm not like, tied. like when I walk in, there's been people that have told me they put things, like Dread of Nights in the sideboard specifically because I've walked in the room and I was like, oh, mm-hmm. shit. So hopefully I'll have another. At least something built within two years. But I'm still in college, so please don't hold me to that. <laughs> no, that's fine. So you got priorities, man. You know. <laughs> that's one word for him. <laughs> so, 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 uh, I mean, what about you personally? Like, you think you'll still be in school in two years? Like, you think you'll be graduated by then? I guess, hopefully I'll have some sort of job, speaking of Jerry. Oh, yeah, I need to get Kerman an internship. Yep, that's, so that's... <laughs> Kerman, working in the finance field is great, because you can look at uh, magic card prices, and it just looks like you're doing research. Exactly. <laughs> uh, um... Oh, what is that stock? It just went, like, 5,000% in the last 24 hours. I'm like, oh, that's a lion's eye diamond. It <laughs> 5,000% in the last 24 hours. It's <laughs> crazy volatile curves. of like, oh, yeah, it's just a straight line, and then giant, like a... Why are you looking at right angles on graphs? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But so hopefully um, I'll have a job by then, but hope and will are two different things, so we'll see. But still I think be playing, here at that point. Still be playing Magic, you think? Yeah, probably. Yeah. I've, I've had no reason not to. I mean, it's harder to get out to events, but there's one other person here that plays Legacy, so I've at least played the format since I've been here once or twice. Nice. Well, that's very nice. Awesome, awesome, man. Well, thanks so much for coming on, Kermit. We appreciate it. Anything for you, Jerry. <laughs> uh, and if 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 you need a ride to Legacy some night, Kermit, I'll I'll come and get you. All right. I'm gonna park out like your mom and just like wave my handkerchief out the window and just embarrass you in front of all your friends as I pick you up. <laughs> Just put on a wig and tell everybody you are as well. <laughs> that would be really embarrassing for him. I think that would work. <laughs> you would. Uh, awesome. Well, thanks, Kermit. Appreciate it. Um, all right. Um, You're a good man, Mr. Kerman. Oh, thank you. Uh, anything you wanted to say? Any, any, anyone you want to scoop in before you leave? Scoop in. Oh, jeez. Um, I don't know. Well said. Good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm too under pressure right now. <laughs> awesome. Oh, let's scoop in Bud Light. <clears throat> That's the scoop. Such a bro. <laughs> <laughs> Try.
Uh, awesome. All right, we'll talk to you later, buddy. All right, sounds good. Take it easy. Adios. Hey, he's the best. I fucking love that kid. So I still don't know who's coming on next. So that's cool. I don't. I actually. I I prefer it. <laughs> you guys can't see, but I got like my desk next to my fucking luxurious couch. My desk is <laughs> pig pile of fucking shit. <laughs> I have like so much stuff I need to get done. Like uh, it's. I'm looking at it going, it's already September, and, like, I have so many receipts and shit I need to get in order for the tax season, and I'm, like, three, I have to, um, nine months has gone by so quick, I'm afraid if I don't start getting on it now, it's going to be fucking a nightmare. You'll, it'll be April, you're still doing stuff for that, yeah. Oh, yeah, so I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm not even, I'm not looking at the screen, I'm not seeing who's coming up, so it's always a big surprise, <laughs> I like it. Round three, Karen's have been posted. What is up, Sean? Very much. How's it going? Pretty good. How you doing? Doing all right. Just got back from uh weekend in New Jersey for a family wedding shower that quickly turned into a all of the hosts' friends from high school that are all, like, you know, in their 40s <laughs> uh, showing up, and then we end up drinking until 2 in the morning. Good. So you're on firm feet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, can you turn your mic up just a tad? I don't know how to do that, but I can try and find my headphones. Uh, it's under tools. If you go into tools, options, and then audio <laughs> settings. If this is one thing Jerry knows, it's how to turn up his microphone. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it says it's up all the way, so I can just try and speak louder. Okay. Do you have the automatically adjust microphone settings uh, yes, checked? I do. Okay, uncheck that. Okay, now it's just set to high. Okay. Cool. Is this any better? Yeah. Okay. Sweet. All right, <clears throat> Pat, you're gonna have so much fun editing this cast. No, oh, I'm, I'm I'm gonna edit it. <laughs> okay, Adrian's gonna have so much fun editing this cast. <laughs> What's up, man? Not much. How's it going? I'm pretty sure there's at least one other judge named Sean. <laughs> nah, you're the only one. Like, literally the only one ever. Okay, so I'll, I'll Sean... I'll take your word for it. <laughs> oh, so he's a judge then. Do we have a judge question? Was there anything recently that happened? Fuck, I thought that was. <laughs> our, our resident judge, uh, listeners may remember Sean from our episode when we were coming back from the GP. He was our fearless driver. <laughs> oh, sure, you were the one driving the standard. Yeah. <laughs> Would all right. So, quick question, rapid fire. Would you ever do that again? <laughs> uh, no, I'm actually looking into getting a new car because of the whole VW scandal. So I'm trying to figure out if I want to get a manual because I like it, or if I want to t- not take this risk ever again and just. Get it. <laughs> uh, it's a great anti-theft measure, though. Like you'll never get your car stolen. It's true. Unless it's by somebody who's really a car enthusiast. I don't know, man. I, I got it. If Nicholas Cage tries to steal your car, you're fucked. All right. <laughs> no, I, I, I got a 60 second. <laughs> I got a standard Civic, and I love it. Yeah, man, I love driving standard. It's just uh, when you pick up three people who don't know how to drive it and go to <laughs> Okay, yeah, and then you got to sit in, like, highway traffic at five miles an hour. It's true. <laughs> I'm willing to learn we have to stop to replace the clutch halfway to Ohio. <laughs> no, all we had to do, we just had to stop at Chuck E. Cheese, go in, put a couple quarters in the racing machine, <laughs> set it to manual, and then we'd probably be good to go, I'm thinking. <laughs> It'd be fine. 
Yeah, how could that fail? There's no way that it failed. <laughs> uh, so, Sean, what's going on in your magic world lately? Uh, magic world, I'm, uh, so I've been, I've been talking with, with Blake and some other people on trying to, you know, figure out the new lands build once, with, a Sanctum pre-laid out. So that's been maybe more on the back burner because I don't play lands too actively anymore. Uh, and otherwise just, uh, continuing to brew with Aloran. Ah, yes. Yes, we're, we're gonna have you on next week, uh, to go some more in-depth into the deck. Uh, yeah, I, I actually saw Rich Shea, who's a pretty well-known legacy player in the area. He was actually at, uh, Etsy on Friday playing Aloran with, uh, Recruiter of the Guard. Hmm. It looked pretty spicy, and he was doing well with it. Yeah, actually. yeah I, I haven't tried out the white version yet. I, I don't think I like the white recruiter as much if you're trying to do the exact same build mm-hmm. that uh, the red one is. Right. Um, just because, like, I feel like a lot of the there's a lot of time bought by just slapping a Dreamstalker down on the board and just waiting. Yeah, the, the combo. The Dreamstalker is definitely the uh, the the piece that you lose the most, but is if it's just not quite worth enough percentage points to justify the twelve hundred dollar price tag on the. Oh yeah, no, no, I, I do. <laughs> I agree with that. I'm just saying, like, if all you're doing is you know swapping out recruiters and putting in Arctic Merfolk instead of the Dreamstalkers and calling it a day, I don't think that's maybe the right approach. As opposed to like trying out something where you know maybe it's like a hybrid, uh, like Deathblade Aloran build. Where you you're running some like a Stoneforge package because mm-hmm. a recruiter finds Stoneforge very well. Recruiter finds Stoneforge, get Batter Skull, go. Yeah, <laughs> that's uh, I mean that's also just pure like pure card advantage too. Yeah, like you're playing one card and you're ending up with three. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, I, I like I like that a little bit better. Uh, yeah, so I'd be, I'd be curious to see uh. To try to track down Rich and see what he thinks about it, because I know he, when I played him at uh, at Bridgewater, you know, mm-hmm. he was the only person who that I played against that had any the deck, which was unfortunate because it was in the finals, and that meant that he knew how to play around my deck. <laughs> Isn't that the best? If anyone knows, it's it's gonna be Rich. Yeah. Oh boy. Did I lose you guys? No, no. I'm still here. Can you hear me? Oh, we lost someone. Do we lose Pat? <laughs> no, no, I'm here. I'm here. Oh, I'm here. sorry. <laughs> here we go. Uh, yeah, we lost we lost Sean for a second, but he's back now. Sean. Oh, Jerry, you lied. Sean. Oh boy. Bueller. Sean. Bueller. Sean. <laughs> well, that was a quick visit. Yes, yeah. the sideline. <laughs> Moving on! <laughs> uh, I think it's something with Jerry's computer. My it computer? Kicks people off the call. Well, yeah, I mean, a couple of weeks ago you were booting Pat off, right? Oh, yeah. And that's like, what... oh, I can't reconnect to Pat. <laughs> that was the worst. Hey. Oh, John? Yeah. There you go. Yeah, sorry about that. And I don't know what uh what happened, but... I assume it's it's fine now. <laughs> yeah, I think we're good. <laughs> cool. See, I was I don't know where you guys lost me because I was kind of rambling on, and then I realized that no one was responding to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. Uh, I find that just happens anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. 
I'd be interested to see what Rich's thoughts are. Um, mm-hmm. He seems like a generally extremely competent Magic player. Yeah, he has very tight play. Yeah. Yeah, I was <laughs> saying before that uh, he was the only player that I played against at Bridgewater that really knew what the deck was doing, which was somewhat unfortunate because it was in the finals and that made it so that I couldn't really leverage the deck. I think I kind of cruised through it because my opponents didn't know what I was doing until it was too late. Right. Because there's a very specific point in the combo that you can interact with it, and if you miss that point, uh, the Aluren deck can just use its instant speed bounce to pretty much protect all of the pieces. Yeah. And he knew how to work around that, or just, like, knew at what points he needed to do certain things to not let me get on the, you know, off up and running in the first place. Right. Or, or he just got really lucky. Well, that also probably helps, but... <laughs> As I'm well aware, luck sacking comes in handy. <laughs> it turns out it doesn't matter how you win. <laughs> yep. <laughs> as long as you win. <laughs> so, Sean, one thing we're asking all the people we're, we're having on tonight, t- sort of to, to give everything, tie everything together, give a little bit of a theme, you know, the, the cast has been on for almost two years now. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm curious, sort of, you know, first of all, where do you see yourself in two years? Like, as far as magic goes and, like, otherwise in your personal life. Well, you have a wedding coming up pretty yeah, soon. Yeah, I'm getting married in uh, in actually just under six weeks, so that's... <laughs> that's wow, I, th- I thought playing Tenfins was living on the edge. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, in two years, hopefully I'll be married because... <laughs> <laughs> um, otherwise, I don't know, I, like... I think my job is pretty stable. Um, my fiance is also in medical school, so in two years I'll still be here because she'll be in fourth year. Uh, in three years, I have no idea where I'll be because it'll be wherever the uh, matching algorithm says <laughs> that we're supposed to go. I love that with med students, that their entire future is dictated by an algorithm. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I might end up in a place where, you know, there isn't a big legacy scene, which would be unfortunate. Yeah, you got to cross your fingers for that. Or yeah. buy into MTGO. Do that. That's so bad. Or, or ideally, two years from now, we'll have a subscription-based MTGO that just gives you all the cards. <laughs> that would be nice. <laughs> we can <Yeah>. all help. <laughs> yeah, we're hoping to stay in Boston, so that would not be a or solve that problem. Otherwise, I don't really know. I have a problem with like finishing a deck and then being like playing it for a month or two, and then deciding to try and buy into another one without sacrificing any of the pieces from my previous decks. <laughs> so you like to invest, is what you're saying. <laughs> I like to invest, yeah. I've, I have a cube, but I've kind of stopped updating it because I don't play it as often, and I find, like, I have more fun if I'm building out my legacy decks. So I think I'm up to four right now, and I'm trying to figure out what the next thing I'm going to tinker with is. What do you have together? I have, uh, I have Delver. That was the first... I started with a uh, bug delver. Okay. You know, I have various versions. I think I technically can't build rug delver because I don't have any nimble mongooses. But wait, that's the thing holding you back from building rug delver. <laughs> I mean, not holding me back, but like I couldn't just slap it together because I don't have like. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it, it four dollars and some what an yeah, hour of time, and he could put it together, but he just doesn't have it together now. Yeah. yeah what what else? So, so bug delver. What else? Bug delver and Grixis delver, uh, which I consider as one deck, uh, and yeah. then I have. Uh, Miracles, although I'm a little low on Jace's, so I've been playing a really, like, a hairy heavy build when I play that. Okay. Um, I have lands, both old school rug lands and red green lands. 
Oh, no shit. And then uh, Lauren. Okay. Uh, well, so out of curiosity, I mean, if you got Bug Delver together, um, if you took... All right, yeah, I guess you'd have to go to Ancestral Visions. Any thoughts of putting Shardless Bug together? Um, I've considered it. Uh, the, I don't have any... I have three of the Shardless. Yeah. I play two in a Lauren, um, and I just it's, it's, for a third one. Yeah, and then the uh, the Visions. Yeah, and the Visions seem like the heavy price. Yeah, yeah, to go from that to, to from Bug Delver to Shardless Bug. Shardless Bug is just so much fun. I'm not I'm not a big Delver fan. Um, Shardless yeah. Shardless was fun until you face burn. Like, <laughs> I, I, I don't I don't like face and burn with Shardless, but Shard, that's Shardless Bug is what I want to put back together. It's one of yeah. the things I've been working on. Aside from like, there's a couple of decks I've been putting back together. One uh, one of them's just uh, completely bad, but so much fun. It's um. <laughs> It's it's a deck that uses like Pain of Servant Grindstone and Land Tax Scroll Rack. It's it's so it's so much fun. Um, and it's, it's not regular Painted Stone. No, it's it's mono white. It's okay. ju- it's just white, but it's it, like Enlightened Tutors. It's neat because I could play Absolute Law, so all creatures gain Pro Red. And then when mm. I play when I play Pain of Servant, you can't Abrupt Decay it because Abrupt yeah. Decay is red. And um and I and I play Main Deck Circle of Protection Red, so I can actually Circle of Protect <laughs> a True Name Nemesis. Even with a batter skull, with, yeah, equipped with a batter skull, I can just circle it. Alright. Um, yeah. Yeah, the deck's really fun. It's really bad, but it's, um, I just, so I picked up, I got the grindstones, the painter servants, a couple of mox diamonds, and a couple of scroll racks. I'm still just looking for a few more pieces, and then it's things like abolish and like commons that I just gotta find. I got the path to exiles already. So it's, yeah. th- that's like one of the ones that I've been putting back together. Um, but yeah. I have a tendency. I have a tendency, even when I'm putting a deck together, I still play my pet deck because I'm an idiot. Like I just. <laughs> that's okay. I mean, that's. I think it's perfectly respectable if that's what you're enjoying playing. I mean, you know, why, yeah. Well, why should I just play with a deck that you're not as excited about? Yeah, and I'm, I'm, that's that's the thing is I'm never I never really care about like what's top eight and all that garbage. I, like I just care about is this a deck that's fun to play and like. Shardless Bug was a really good deck, and it's fun to play. But like, um, I'll play Tin Fins because uh, it's fun to play. It, I do pretty bad sometimes. Or like I said, this Mox Diamond deck with the Land uh, Land Tax. I just like it because yeah. Land Tax Scroll Rack is something not many people have ever seen. It's true. And um, so a lot of people will let me get away with it, and then start to realize <laughs> exactly what it is. They're like, wait a minute, what have I done? Yeah. <laughs> wait, why is he doing one colorless ancestral? Vision. I mean, Ancestral Recall. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. But it's, uh, I don't know. Yeah. All well, right. I, I, I was looking into into picking up Painter's Servant, uh, Grindstone, but then I realized I don't have any City of Traders, and I'm not going to be getting them at any point now. Yeah, I, I don't use them. I don't use City of Traders with the uh, Land Tax. So like, for, it, for the red, for the Imperial build, you. Right, right, for the Imperial build, yeah. Um, so, I, I mean, I'm getting away with them. Without the cities, I have the cities anyway, but I don't have the imperial recruiters anyway. But the uh, what the hell is it? The other, I don't know. I fucking forgot what the hell I was going to say. <laughs> Must have been bullshit. Good. Check <laughs> out. Oh, awesome. Damn, well, I'm going to remember as soon as he hangs up too. <laughs> Good. Well, thanks so much for coming. Added it in as though you said it while we were talking. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> All right, and then we'll just edit in Sean saying no comment because we don't have his response. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds awesome. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> definitely play that deck next week. I can get that one in there. <laughs>
Oh, well, well, that's what I was going to say. Is actually, I was looking at like even the prices of pain, of painter servants and grindstones seem so cheap. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, they're like like grindstones are fifteen bucks. Yeah, you know, sixty dollar play sets seems real cheap in comparison when you know ancient tombs are one hundred and twenty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, the deck itself, you know, can only hold so much value, and if other pieces are shooting up, then I guess you know people aren't buying the deck, so the demand for those deck-specific pieces goes down a little bit. Right. Or even, like, if it's not for that specific deck, you know, if all the painter-servant players, their lands get really expensive because of Eldrazi, uh, you know, they may sell the deck to cash in on that value, and now you just have less people playing painter-servant, and it just kind of turns into a spiral. That's true. That makes sense. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for coming on, Sean, and uh, we'll also see you next week to go some more in-depth on Alluren. Yeah, I'll have to actually, you know, prepare some stuff for this. <laughs> yeah, uh, we would like a PowerPoint presentation, please. I mean, I've got a, I've got a few versions that I've been tinkering with. And if you could get Morgan Freeman to narrate it, <laughs> that would. I'll just, I'll, I'll type out the list and then I'll just like read them. <laughs> or Death by John. Two baleful Strix. <laughs> I mean, I paid Morgan Freeman to do that. <laughs> I'll, I'll do it for half the price that Morgan Freeman would do. Uh, yeah, but it's uh, Morgan Freeman's dulcet tones just are kind of worth the money. <laughs> uh, anyone you want to scoop in before you get uh, before you leave, Sean? Um, that's an excellent question. I, I I had someone that I wanted to scoop in, but they the reason I wanted to scoop them in is because they got me into a Lauren, so that might be a wait for next week. Ah, but for now we'll just I'll uh. Yeah, sorry, I'm, I'm drawing a huge blank right now. <laughs> Quite really? Right. I had no idea. <laughs> I actually thought we lost you again. <laughs> no, no, I'm. I was just not prepared to answer this question. That's okay. That's, That's all right. right. That's I'll, your turn. I just did it a minute ago. My fiance. There we go. Safe choice. <laughs> smart man. Smart man. You're already living the married the married lifestyle, man. Yeah. Good guy. Uh, awesome. Well, thanks, man. Yeah. Thank you guys for having me. And. uh Look forward to chatting with you guys again next week. Hell yeah. Round four pairings have been posted. Oh. Oh. Well, New Chandra just got spoiled at PAX. Uh, oh. Two, two red red for a four man, for a four loyalty planeswalker. Let's see. Plus one. Exile the top card of your library. You may, you may cast that card if you don't. Well, let's get on. We'll get Frankie on the call so we can take talk about it with him too. All right, cool. cool You're cool, not cool. supposed to tell me who it is. Oh Dude, my god! This is, <laughs> this is this is this card. What? Wow. This card's insane. This card is insane. Oh jeez! Holy it, shit! Goes Pat. Oh, <laughs> At shit. least he's saying something good. Oh boy, this is going in Delver. This this might actually have like some real implications, guys. Like no no joke. <laughs> Send the link, man. I have a picture on my phone, so I can't do that. Ah, damn it. So, fucking just open Twitter, Jerry. Oh, shit, that's right. I gotta log back into my Twitter account. <laughs> I, had to, I, I flashed my phone back out to its factory settings, and like... I've been sending you nudes all this time, Adrian. What the fuck? Oh, damn it. I really gotta log into it. <laughs> uh, hello. Is this oh, okay, let's go with a bang. <laughs> Frank, are you being mugged? <laughs>
Hello, can you hear me? Hey, it's Frankie. <laughs> What's happening, Frankie? Nothing much. Uh, I was uh I was watching Alexander Gustafson and Jan Blackowitz. They were fighting. Oh, okay, UFC? UFC, yeah. Gustafson hasn't done much lately, huh? I feel like he was like on like a he was like a rocket rising star and then like has kind of petered out. Well, he fought against like uh, Jones and Cormier and came up short, but like like those are like two of the best guys that ever fought. So like if you lose yeah. to those guys, like it's not oh, like Oh, no, it's yeah, it's not like a knock against him. I'm not knocking him for anything like that. I just like I remember I was he was like him. he was billed as like the next big thing, you know, like this is the guy who has the reach to defeat to beat defeat Bones. This is the guy who has the the wrestling to defeat Cormier, and I don't know. I guess that happens. Well, Sometimes you run into a couple brick walls. They got like the thing is like they got into like huge wars, and like he came up short in both both times. So like it sucks for him, but he's still like one of the best in the world. I think like nice. he's the clear number three in that division. Yep. But then the top two guys are, like, two of the best that ever were, you know? So yeah. it's tough to go against those guys. And, like, he hasn't gotten a rematch against either one of them. I think, like, the Jones the Jones rematch is going to be a huge a huge fight. Mm-hmm. And, like... If that guy ever fights again, like, doesn't he keep getting suspended for shit? Yeah, yeah. Jones is, uh... Yeah, he's, uh... He's having troubles uh, of his own, but... Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think, like, he's supposed to come back because, like, apparently he got, uh, like, the test results that he failed, like, it wasn't really his fault or something, or, that's what I've heard, but. It's never their fault. It's, it's, it's rough, it's rough, because, like, in, especially for you guys in the United States, like, there's, like, there's no regulations for, like, what shit can be sold to you guys. Oh, yeah. It's, like, you're pu- you're buying supplements and like it's you don't really that know is, what you're getting, you know. That's that is like really true. That is one of the biggest problems with like the uh the supplements industry is that because it's not regulated by the FDA because it's not because it's not a food or a drug. Like you can I can fucking <laughs> loophole. I can get, I can get, oh yeah, I can get like Jerry's dandruff and like fucking put it in a jar and say it's like BCAAs, you know, and like there's nothing they can say about it, you know. It's we pretty crazy. That. <laughs> anyway, I think we're here to talk. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Frankie, our MMA expert. How you been, man? I've been. Uh, I haven't been so good, man. I no? haven't been so good. How come? Life's been uh, beating me down. If you if you can believe that, I I can't. But but enlighten us. What what what's going on? The thing is, like, I've been, I've been working for the past seven years as an independent contractor. And, like, these past few years, I had, like, two main projects that I was working on. And, uh, basically at the beginning of the year, kind of like both projects kind of went down at the same time. Mm -hmm. So, uh, for like from January to May, I was like basically doing half the hours I was used to doing. Okay. And then uh, at the end of May, uh, I went to basically nothing. 
So I was, uh, oh shit, we lost. Uh, uh, yeah, the recording Patrick. just stopped too. Huh? What do you mean the recording just stopped? What are you talking about? Well, Pat just uh, left the call, so that ended the recording. No, because I've been recording anyway. Uh, it ended my recording. Oh, well then your recording's ended, mine's not. Oh, okay. Want to get Pat back on? Oh no, Jerry, you just booted him off again, that's what happened. <laughs> yeah, I'm just booting people off left and right. Triple recording, man. You guys are doing it pro style, huh? <laughs> We've had too many failed uh, instances where where we have to take precautions. <laughs> uh, also, we have a hurricane rolling in, and I'm afraid I'm going to lose power at any minute. Oh yeah. So, so you've been you've been having a hard time being. Uh, well, it's idle like hands, like. It's like at the beginning of the year, like, I wasn't sure, like, what direction I was going to take, because, like, I had been doing this for a while, and, like, I was kind of, like, settled into that, and, like, at some points I was, like, through those uh, seven years, there were some points that I, I figured, like, I was, like, wondering, oh, maybe I should do something else, and things like that and like at the beginning of the year I wasn't sure like do I keep going as a independent contractor or do I find like a permanent position mm-hmm. I was kind of like juggling with that uh I had like a few I had like a few opportunities that like I kind of chased down a little bit but they n- nothing came through okay so uh in May uh when like shit like really hit the fan i was like okay i think i like what i decided was basically i was look i was i was gonna look for a permanent position and uh, so i started looking in june but like during the summer it's um it's not like the best time to find a job okay there's a lot of like people are on vacations like so like you're you're interviewing mm-hmm. but like the person like one of the person is not available and like it kind of like creates delays you know Oh I see yep Well also I've heard that the job market in Canada in general is really suppressed right now cuz the Canadian economy is uh much more reliant on oil revenue uh than the US so you know massive parts of Canada are in a recession right now yeah, yeah, like, that's that's true, like, in Alberta, like, things aren't going well, but, like, the tech, like, me, I'm, I'm, I do, like, uh, software development, but, like, mm-hmm. in Montreal, the tech uh, sector, like, is booming, basically. Oh, nice. And, like, even, like, even if things were slow, like, I was still, like, getting interviews and, like, getting, like, uh, meeting people, talking to people, like, it, it was kind of, like, Every week I had, like, something going on. Like, there was maybe one week in the summer that, like, maybe nothing happened. and But, like, it was still, like, moving. But, like, I, I did a lot of interviews. And I f- the thing is, like, prior to, like, me starting looking for a job, like, this summer, I hadn't really... I hadn't really looked for a job before in my life, like, or, like, <laughs> it w- not, not on that level, basically. Like, you know, on, on, from, from the had-to position, not the want-to? The thing is, like, when I got out of uh, university, I, I looked for a while because, like, what I had learned, like, the programming language I had learned in school, it wasn't really used anymore. Yeah, by the time you graduate with it, yeah. Yeah, and the thing, and the thing is that, like, I did my computer science stuff, and then I went into, uh, uh, business. 
Okay. Uh, and like by like yeah, by the time I I was done, like what I knew about programming, it wasn't like it wasn't being used a lot. So it like for the companies who are hiring you, like they're kind of like taking a chance, you know. Yeah. But like so, it took me some time to find my first job, mm-hmm. and then uh, I stayed there for like a year and a half, and I sent my resume to a company. And I got hired onto my second job, so it's like I just like randomly applied for one thing and it worked. <laughs> so okay, okay. <laughs> for my second job, and then uh, I was there for two years, and uh, they ended up like firing like half the company at one point because like they lost clients. And when that happened, I I gave I made one phone call to a guy, and he hired me like right away. Like some uh, someone I I had been working I worked with previously I called him ba- I called him back and uh, I was hired right away so I really never did too much of a job search you know mm-hmm. so it was and I did like this summer I did a lot of interviews and a lot of them were difficult and man like these uh, when you're uh, when you're when you're hiring people in a uh, tech company. It it turns out there's a there's a great chance that you're a fucking asshole, man. Because <laughs> all the guys I met were total dicks, man. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's you just gotta have the rules of the universe to carry you through, right? <laughs> yeah. Well. Anyway, uh, something came through last week, and uh, I'm, uh, so now I'm uh, I'm gonna be back on the job. Congrats! So uh, I'm gonna be starting uh, in uh, in two weeks, basically. Nice. So b- before you were saying things aren't going so good, but now, so what, it's it's getting better. Or is you're not even liking the idea of this job you're starting? Uh, yeah. Well, now I found a job, so things are great. Okay. Again. All right. Well, I don't know. Well, like you don't really know un- until you start, but it's looking. Yeah. <laughs> Look from the it. outside, from the outside looking in, it it looks good. Now, how old is your son now? Is he sixteen, seventeen? He was uh, he was eighteen last month. Holy shit! Wow. Yeah, we talked to him a little bit then. My um, my son just started his freshman year in high school, and he signed up for like all honors classes or whatever. And like first day of school, one of them he signed up for was um, aero, aerospace engineering. So then he walked into school, and then he called his mother. He's like, I think I just accidentally joined ROTC. <laughs> <laughs> so he's all worried. Like, there's a high school program in the United States and some of the schools, Frankie, that's got, like, they take kids in high school, and they kind of show them about military stuff while they're going through high school, and then if they graduate and go to boot camp, it it, it benefits them. But it's a kind of neat program that the kids can do in high school. My stepson did it, so now my son's doing it. And now he's now he's liking it, but his first day of school, he thought he joined the military. He got really nervous. <laughs> uh, oh man, classes. I I wish I wish I could I could uh, get some military training for my son. Yeah, <laughs> he he would need it very badly. Why is that? Oh, cause he's cause he's a major slacker, you know. <laughs> okay, <laughs> gotta whip him into shape. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I tried that. I've like what I used to say to him uh, when he was young was, um, 
a little torture never killed anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Or I would threaten to hit, to hit him with a shovel. <laughs> but the problem is, was I didn't own a shovel, you know. Ah, did did you lay that point out for him, or just <laughs> he knew he knew it, so like he was calling the bluff every time, you know. <laughs> oh, those empty threats, they'll get you. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I had a question for you, Frankie. We we sort of been asking all the uh, all the guys we've had called in calling in uh, a question about sort of where they'd see themselves in in two years, but. I'm, I'm kind of, I kind of want to pose it a little differently to you because, uh, you know, I, I, I listened to some of your, some of your, uh, some of your work and, you know, you guys were around from like the beginning of Legacy. You know, you and KYT and Medina are on Crazy Talk talking about playing with candlesticks and you kind of know where the format is now. So I'm curious to hear where do you think the Legacy format is going to be in two years? Like, do you think, do you see it, um, like becoming more creature centric? Do you see it staying like spell centric like it is? Like, I mean, the, with the way they're printing creatures now, like you see a lot more of these like really powerful creatures coming into these decks. Like, where do you see the format going? I, 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 to be honest, I haven't really been following uh, Legacy that much uh, lately, so uh, it, it would be tough for me to make a prediction on that. Uh, like last week, I I went to a random uh, Legacy tournament at Face to Face Games, and I. I sleeved up uh, Grix's, Grix's Delver, and uh, it felt it felt pretty good. And but I think like I think that that like that's like I would say that's a creature centric deck, you know, like when mm-hmm. you're playing Delvers and things like that and disruptions and like I like. Do you guys what do you guys think about the format lately? Do you think it's good? Do you think it's bad or? I- I think like a lack of high level play, like high stakes tournaments, have kind of stagnated the format a little bit. I, I I think it's like I don't disagree that it's like a quote unquote like solved format, but at the same time, I think that because there's not a real impetus on people to uh, come up with new things, that the there's just not as much innovation as there may have once been. Um, so I think that's kind of hurt the format a little bit personally. I, yeah, like, like when SCG kind of like dropped it from like, mm-hmm. from their like being from it being like one of their main format. I think it, like that was like the biggest blow you could do to Legacy, basically. Yeah, not having like weekly coverage of a, of a big Legacy event is not great for the format, you know. I still think there's plenty of coverage of Legacy going on, and it's more regionalized. Um, I just think Legacy has always been more of a format dictated by uh, new releases. You know, mm-hmm. every every standard set, we usually get at least one or two playable uh, Legacy cards. Oh, boy. And I feel that is what is the real driver of innovation in the format. You know, when Deathrite Shaman was introduced... That was huge for Legacy. We saw, you know, a huge increase in these, you know, three-color Delver decks. Or elves. Uh, and, yeah, and elves. And just, like, it's it's the introduction of new cards that's going to make changes in the format. Well, it's not going to be so much people innovating because of, you know, top tournament results. Jerry, and I think that's, that's kind of always been how it's been. Yeah. I, Jerry, that is quite the segue, though. Oh, because, yes. Oh, boy. I want to talk about this real quick. I, do you guys like Planeswalkers? I I tend to like planeswalkers. Do you, do you like four mana planeswalkers? <laughs> I do like four mana planeswalkers. <laughs> you do like I mean you like you know 
Like a four mana, four Do you like cards that require a die to play also? <laughs> oh boy. I can mean, we, can we get some coin tosses up in this bitch? So do you like, do you like planeswalkers that have four abilities? I do like planeswalkers that have four abilities. <laughs> uh, how about a planeswalker that could like just uh, completely obliterate your opponent? Yeah, that's pretty good. Like so, that. so Chandra Torture Defiance just got spoiled at PAX. And I've been like, like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, I've been sitting in my seat like squirming, waiting to talk about this car with you guys. Um, so it's two red, red. Hot garbage. Plan- Planeswalker Chandra. <laughs> no, a- Adrian, you gotta listen to me, man. You gotta hear this out. Hear this out. Four mana Planeswalker, okay? Uh, plus one ability, exile the top card of your library. You may cast that card. If you don't, Chandra Torture Defiance deals two damage to each opponent. So that's, that's okay. Uh, it all has another plus one ability. Uh, add red, red to your mana pool. So, essentially, you could play this for four and, uh, ostensibly for two, right? You could play it for two colorless and still have red, red, uh, left over once you play the card. Yep. Um, it has a minus three. Um, Chandra, Torture Defiance, deals four damage to target creature. So maybe knocking down, a an early Tarmogoyf, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, and it goes pretty much Delver. format. Yeah. Yeah, Delver is, yeah, Delver is great. Yeah, it's gonna kill most it, things, it, right? It, like, it doesn't get Gurmag Anglers, and it won't get most Tarmogoyce, but pretty much everything else is fair game. Yeah. Um, the minus seven is what gets me. You get an emblem with, whenever you cast a spell, this emblem deals five damage to target creature or player. Yep. I mean. That'll win the game. Yeah, that's pretty good. I just really like she has two plus abilities. The add and is a plus one, and then also the draw card uh, is a is a plus one. I, I mean, I, I think this card's hot fire, guys. I'm not gonna lie. As Ben like, Simes put it on the Facebook group, uh, Chandra the Mind Sculptor. I don't yeah, know I mean, if it's that is, far, but <laughs> it is. I mean, uh, it, it, Jace the Mind Sculptor better than all, except equal to Chandra, right? Like, <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. Is an emblem? Does an emblem have color? No. no. All right, so you can't circle or protect that. No. Your your deck fell apart, Adrian. No, not really. I can always <laughs> children a Corliss that bitch. Yeah, there we go. Uh, what do you think about it, Frankie? Oh, I think it's going to be uh, expensive. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best analyst of the card. It's going to be expensive. <laughs> I wonder what the pre-order is on it already. Oh, it, it seems to be like the the Gideon of the of the new set, basically. Yeah, yeah. Oh my, yeah. This is gonna be in standard. Jeez, good luck with that standard players. <laughs> it's not like it's uh, it's not like super oppressive, I think. But like, it's just it's just really good, you know. Yeah, I think it's I think it's gonna be a good planeswalker. Do I'm we? Excited for it. Do we think Burn uses this as a maybe a mm-hmm. as a top end? So, so like there there could be an argument for like this is gonna sound insanely stupid, but like Bedlam Reveler is like that's that insanely six, stupid. That's six red red, six <laughs> red right. red. It's a three four prowess, but it gets it essentially has delve mm-hmm. where it gets you know you pay, you pay one less colorless for every instant and sorcery in your graveyard. So like you could play that in like a in a in a burn deck. Um, maybe like burn. I don't know, man. Maybe it gets a little higher, like in the curve. I don't know. I mean, we've seen burnless running cough before, yeah. and I think she might be just an upgrade for the cough, because uh, burn's biggest problem is kind of running out of fuel, and the yeah. fact that 
she can exile the top card of the library. You can either draw it if it deals more than three damage, or if it's going to do less than three damage, it's a land or something like that. She still just shocks your opponent. Yeah, that's not nothing. And like the minus seven is a is just a beating, even against like something like miracles, like. If you get locked out of the game, it doesn't matter because you're still casting these spells, even if they get countered. Right, yeah, that is a good point, that it, it's a way for Burn to get out from under a counterbalance lock. Yeah, it's like, sure, like, yeah, sure, like, counter my counter my bolt, you're still taking five. <laughs> I mean, it's it's going to be a game where it's going to go long because it's against, it's against Miracles, and they don't always have a great way to remove a Planeswalker. Oh, geez, Zach Turgon just posted on the Facebook group to remind everyone that this goes great into the Modcatcher deck. Mon- oh yeah! Oh, <laughs> mono red eight blood moons Chandra. <laughs> oh yeah, that's that, that's that's an auto include I think. Uh but yeah, it's right. spicy. <laughs> that is pretty good. Oh boy, there's a uh, like you guys probably don't follow standard that much, but there's like there's already a it's a it's a blue red burn deck kind of and oh, it, yeah. What it plays is like it plays uh, fe- fever- uh, fevered visions. Uh, it plays the uh, like the alchem the ultra alchemist for two. That like whenever you play an instant or sorcery, uh, you untap it and like it. It's thermal like, alchemist. It, alchemist yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Thermal al- uh, alchemist. Yeah, it's like it pings. It pings a player, but every time you play a sorcery, it untaps. So it's kind. Like whatever burn spell you're playing, it adds one more damage to it. You mm-hmm. know? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like, sweet. I think like the like that that card might kind of like slide into that deck like pretty well. Pretty nice. pretty pretty That's good. Pretty exciting, man. <laughs> pretty exciting stuff. Oh boy. It's in, it's interesting that the plus one is kind of like an upgraded version of the. Of uh, the previous uh, four mana cost, Chandra zero, you know. Yeah, I think Wizards is clearly aware that they've made a lot of shitty Chandras in the oh, past. They're, they're <laughs> always so bad. But like the there was a four mana one that was very good, you know. Uh, it was good, but it still wasn't like legacy playable. Like I see this Chandra sneaking into legacy in one yes. way or another. Absolutely. Well, people yeah, were doing the, that last Chandra too for a little the, bit. The other one was played in modern. Mm-hmm. It, like so I think some Jun decks were playing it, or it was like right on the verge. It was like this could be playable, but we probably have better things we can do with it. But we want to at least try it out. And I think this one finally just kind of tips it over and is finally like, yes, we actually have a playable. You need to play this card, yeah. Yeah. Um, I wonder if like any Belcher S type decks will use it because it's of its ritual plus. Like if if Belcher can. Uh, use a if you know this is an alternative uh, win condition in Belcher because Belcher's already designed to get to four mana to cast uh, empty the Warrens and uh, Goblin Char Belcher. You can just use this as a kind of a grindier win, and you can just uh, tick it up and then just cast a bunch of spells to kill your opponent. Maybe. Uh, uh, that seems. It doesn't seem the best, but I'm just trying to figure out where like I can see this going. <laughs> It's like, It'll find a home. It'll find a home. But you know, like, it's... Like, basically, it draws you a card every turn, you know? So it's like... Mm. Like, just that fun... Like, just that function is, like, pretty good mm-hmm. already, you know? And, For like, sure. if you... 
if you don't like the card that you've drawn, you can you can just deal two damage to your opponent, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah, that is a good point too is that it uh plays well with top of the deck manipulation. You know, if you brainstorm and you see a bunch of dead cards, you can just use Chandra to power through that that chafe on top of your deck. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I want to put this in like a one of in blue red delver to try it out. Yeah. Like like yeah, cut like a uh a monastery spear and throw this in there. Just, just win with the planeswalkers. You're, that's oh, a, you're a half step away from putting a Jason there, then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, yeah, like what I find, like the biggest strike against it in in Legacy, I find is that the, like the four damage isn't enough to kill everything. Basically, right. It like if you if you could deal with the Gormag and like a slightly bigger Tarmogoyf, because like I think. I think on average in Legacy, like they're gonna be four fives, you know. Mm-hmm. So like if if like if it dealt one more damage, I think it would be a lock for Legacy. Mm-hmm. But now like it might be more of a corner case uh, application. Yeah. But still, we'll we'll have to see. I wonder if they intentionally didn't make it five because of all the like reality smasher and standard. They didn't want it to be too good. Yeah, well, it's yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty good at four, and like, like five might have been like overpowered. Well, those those aren't going to get played together anyway. Oh, uh, they're not. Oh, yeah, they're not in the right, right rotation. It doesn't doesn't doesn't. Oh uh, well, no, because it's in a, a six set rotation now. Oh, that's yeah. right, yeah, so those are in what's, for, for a standard. What's rotating out now is going to be uh, Dragons of Tarkir and... And, uh, and Origins, right? Origins, yeah. 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 Don't don't ask the Legacy guys about standard rotation. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> uh, well, Frankie, anyone you want to uh, you want to scoop on on the cast tonight? Maybe your mom, maybe? Yeah, my mom. Uh, I'm, I'm going out... <laughs> I'm going out for a lunch uh, with her on uh, Wednesday, so uh, I'll, I'll scoop my mom in. <laughs> Against your previous advice. <laughs> Against, yeah, previous advice. <laughs> uh, well, awesome. Well, thanks so much for I, coming on. I did. I, I was at a, I was at at a PPTQ yesterday, mm-hmm. and uh, I was one two. My life was terrible. Yeah. Uh, I was paired up against a kid who was one one one, so he still had a shot of top eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like we played, I I destroyed him, <laughs> and then I scooped to him for uh, for value. <laughs> Karma value. Yeah, and uh, he, ended, he ended up making uh, the top eight. Nice. And, uh, he, <laughs> the way, he, like, it's funny because, like, in the last round of the tournament, he was playing against one of my friends for, like, for the top eight. Yeah. And, uh, my friend was at two life. And, uh, the kid was playing Affinity. And, uh, he, what he had on his board was a, um, a signal pest equipped with a, uh, a cranial plating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's he had... three damage at least. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's two. Well, the signal fist. Oh, his battle cry doesn't give it to itself. It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't give ah, it. To I itself. always forget that. Okay, so he was at two life. He was facing that, and like my uh, 
the kid also had he had two lands in play, these two artifacts. Mm-hmm. And my uh, my friend had uh, a Kataki in play. Oh was, shit! <laughs> oh god! So <laughs> he was attacking for lethal damage, but he he had a Pride Mage in play. So the decision for him was like, do I kill the plating or do I kill the creature? Mm-hmm. From uh, what would be your call? What would be your call? Did the affinity player have no cards in hand? No, he has a bunch of cards in hand, but oh. like he's like there's a Kataki in play, so like if you can't pay for like you you, you know what Kataki does, right? Yeah, that's that's the one that uh You have to pay one for every yeah. artifact that you have in play, right? Right. Or else like uh, you have to sack it, you know? I would Probably kill the signal pest just because it's going to cause the affinity player to dedicate more resources to equipping it, and then hopefully by that time you can draw into another removal spell. Like if you can just keep getting the affinity player to pay the equip cost and then killing the creature in response, um, that that can really buy you a lot of time. Yeah. Well, what happened is that he he ended up killing the signal pest. Hmm. And, uh, and then post combat, so he took, like, he was still at two, so he didn't take the damage, he was still at two. So then, his opponent post combat played Ornithopter. No. Oh. <laughs> then my friend untapped, he played, uh, <laughs> he played the collected company and completely whiffed, and then the kid the untapped, Top decked a land that he needed to equip the topter and attack for Lido. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes things just don't work out. <laughs> yeah, but if he if he had killed the plating, basically, mm-hmm. uh, he would have uh, like he would have needed the uh, like he he would have dealt one damage the turn after, you know. Yeah, he would have lived for another turn. Anyway. It was uh, it was funny because uh, <laughs> all of that because I ended up scooping to the kid. <laughs> so uh, sometimes there's value, you know. <laughs> yeah, you get to see your friend lose. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was uh, he was pissed off, you know. Ah, <laughs> uh, awesome. So so what about you guys, man? You guys, uh, episode one hundred, eh? Yeah. We're we're almost real boys. <laughs> How's it going? Are you? Is anybody listening to this crap? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apparently. I don't know why they listen to it. <laughs> uh, it's no. I mean, it's our, our fans are awesome. I just had a bunch of people come up to me at uh, F and M on Friday to say that how much they appreciate the cast. So it's always cool when people you know come up and let us know that we're not just talking into the void. <laughs> Is there any big uh, legacy event coming up? Like, what's the... I guess Eternal Weekend is the... Well, there's a bunch. So, next weekend, there's a $75 real estate tournament for dual lands. 
then there's Eternal Weekend in uh, Philadelphia, I believe, on the fifteenth, and then there's Eternal. I think it's it's. Or I might have got that. I might that. It's Columbus this year, I think. Yeah, so there's one. There's Eternal Weekend and Eternal Extravaganza. They're two weeks apart. One's on the fifteenth of October, and one's on the twenty ninth of October. Oh yeah. One's in Columbus and one's in Philadelphia. Uh, I can't really remember which which one is which, but both of those are coming up. Uh, and then I'm I'm really excited for GP Vegas 2017. Are you going to be making it to that? Uh, yeah. Like, I, there's a there's a decent chance I might make it. Yeah. I think it'll be a good time. Oh yeah. <laughs> I have a lot like there's a, like the buzz on Twitter is pretty high on 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 this event so like I can probably find like a bunch of crazy guys that want to go with me. Nice. Yeah, it'll be it'll be an adventure. I've never been to Vegas, but I feel this is a good way to get introduced to the city <laughs> <laughs> from the inside of a convention hall. Yes, as. As was intended. That's right. There, <laughs> I feel that's how a lot of people are introduced to uh, Vegas is oh, the convention yeah. halls. <laughs> oh, whatever. The, you know what? It'll be like you'll go in and play Thursday, Friday. You'll have Saturday, Sunday to just fucking do whatever. Who cares? It'll be great. Yeah. It's going to be <laughs> well, awesome. I, what I need to do is I need to hit it big at Caesars so I can come back and buy all the beta dual lands. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, would you like to stay and continue I, to gamble? Uh, no, I have more important things to do. <laughs> I was at like the first Vegas thing uh GP that they did. I missed the second one. Mhm. Come on, Masters. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I was at the first one and it was uh, it was pretty cool. Nice. Uh, we went we went to see uh two shows. We went to see uh Penn and Teller. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and uh, the Blue Man group and like oh, the nice. shows were, the shows were nice. I I really enjoyed them. Uh, we did a little bit. I'm not a big fan of like uh, slot machines. What about hookers and blow? <laughs> Jesus. Uh, we uh, we went to the strip club only. <laughs> no uh, no hookers and blow. <laughs> but we like it was uh, it was funny because like uh, I think it was on the Saturday night. Uh, we uh, we came out of the convention center and like we. Uh, like there was so many people looking to grab a taxi, you know, out out of the convention center that like there was like an infinite lineup to get one. Mm-hmm. And uh but like our hotel, like the the venue was kind of like in the boonies, but uh our our hotel was like close to it. It was maybe like uh a mile away, you know? Like so it was like it wasn't too too far away to to walk it, you know. So we decided, okay, we'll walk to the hotel. And on the on the way to the hotel, we ran into a, a taco stand that had set up at a random like gas station uh, mm. on the side of the highway. So we went in there, and like the food was like amazing, man. It's it was uh, insane. Gas station tacos are the best tacos. Yeah, yeah, gas station. <laughs> yeah, are you gas- sure you weren't doing any blow? Like, <laughs> like that was better than blow, man. Like, Mexican, 
authentic Mexican food, man, off the street, man, come on. Uh, where's Medina? Medina would be loving himself right now. <laughs> oh, yeah, he, he would have loved it, too. Oh, boy. So we got, like, so, some super greasy tacos, uh, then got back to the hotel and just chilled, and it was nice. Awesome. Well, hopefully we can live up to the to the taco experience in 2017. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'll be nice. Oh. All right, well, uh, good luck, guys, with the show. Oh, uh, I'm very proud of you. Like, uh, since the beginning, you know, I've given you my blessing, and, like, you guys have made it a successful run. 100 episodes, that's pretty uh, impressive, guys, and... Uh, I'm uh, I'm happy to join you like whenever you guys want me, man. Hell yeah! Always happy to have you on the cast, man. We'll have, we'll have to have a more in-depth episode with you coming up. Yeah, yeah, we'll try to do something. That that'd be cool. Yeah, especially uh, when we want to talk some vintage. You still playing a little vintage? Uh, yeah. Well, I haven't played in a while. Because mm-hmm. like the thing is, like for a while they were doing some like randomly in Montreal, but like they stopped doing them because. Like, they were proxy events, and I think, like, they got the the store that was doing it, like, uh, Wizards was kind of like... Yeah. Uh, they got on their case. Yeah, they were giving them grief, but, like... So, like, locally I haven't played, but, like, I'd, I'd like to play again soon, but... Uh, like, yeah. I have to... Like, the thing is, like, now I'm going to be starting a new job, so, like, I don't know, like, if, like... I want to commit to anything, like, outside of the job, you know, mm-hmm. at first. But, like, once I'm kind of, like, settled in, I'll, I'd like to find an opportunity to go s- swing some moxes, you know. Hell yeah. <laughs> well, let us know when, uh, when that and happens. I'd like, I'd like to find my way to Massachusetts, Massachusetts, you know, to go hang out with you guys. I yeah, want. man, come on down. Let me know when you can make the time, Frank, and we'll make the reservations. All right. That sounds great. Awesome. And there's been, there's been a, there's, there has been a couple of guys that were asking for you to come on, so I'm glad you came on with us tonight. My pleasure. My pleasure. Awesome. Well, thanks, Frankie. Have a good one. All right. Take care, guys, and uh, we'll, we'll talk again soon. Definitely. All right. Bye. Tournament standings have been posted. Hey, guys. What's Hello. Up? Wow, there are a lot of people on this call. There were there have been a lot of people, yes. <laughs> uh, does it show you everyone who's been on? <laughs> yeah, I see Calvo, Kerman, and Frank. Damn. And now you see Aaron and Kate. Yep. <laughs> What's up? Is, is, isn't that what matters? <laughs> oh, absolutely. That's exactly what matters. What's happening, Big Pimpin? Um, not a whole lot. Just made some updates just like a talk and got a right schedule. Yeah, no, nothing's up. Not like I just hand him a new UC and a new Volk or anything. <laughs> Ooh. We just picked up UC that number three like a, and Volk number two. Yeah, Ooh. she sounds like a keeper. <laughs> yeah. He's just with me for my discount. <laughs> Can't say he's to blame him. <laughs> oh, boy. It's okay, I'm just with him for his tabernacle. <laughs> it sounds like a, a mutually beneficial relationship, yeah, I mean, if you ask me. <laughs> sounds good win. Yeah, pretty much. How you guys been? What are you guys up to? <laughs> She's just with you for your pithing needle. <laughs> <laughs> That's twice as funny, because we have pads right now. Oh, yeah. 
I should have you all but <laughs> someone didn't show up because he had family things to do. Right. Goddamn kids. Jerry tried to make me heckle you for having fun. Oh, it was the best. Like, Aaron, Aaron messaged me. He was like, oh, is Pat coming? And I just, without any explanation, I just said, no, you should go harass him and tell him. <laughs> and then I show up at the event, and Aaron just comes up to me and just goes, you son of a bitch. Pat wasn't coming because he has family issues. You were telling me <laughs> get on Pat's case? Make me look like a heartless person? <laughs> I knew where it was coming from, Jerry. I knew it. Get all funneled back to you. <laughs> the Jerry Cabal has its fingers yeah. at many points. Aaron is a heartless person. (laughs) (laughs) You know, whoever gets you through the day. (laughs) But uh, yeah, we had an awesome time playing some Legacy under the watchful eye of Kate. Yeah, that was kind of weird. I I know, I had a judge call. I called Judge and I was like, Kate, come here. And then Aaron butted in and answered the question. <laughs> Welcome to my life. Just white no, knighting. Was... White knighting on the rules question. <laughs> so, so what yeah. was the judge call? Friday, because Friday when I was running FNM, I'm standing watching a match, and there was only like 15 people there, and I only knew two of them, right? Hmm. And these guys go, oh, hey, Brad, can you come over here? I have a judge call. I was standing right next uh. to them. Like, not behind either of them. Like, I'm standing at the end of the table watching their match. And I just went, really? <laughs> really? Uh, yeah. My, my question Did is... Did you DQ him for player assistance? <laughs> <laughs> just DQ Brad. Perfect. Yeah, actually, fuck Brad. He beat me in uh, F&M. So. <laughs> Screw you, Brad. <laughs> you and your countertop. <laughs> JK, JK Lowell, Rafflecopter. Oh, jeez. Oh, God. That's a thing. I'm making it a thing. Oh, God, no. So fetch. Oh, <laughs> fuck you, Jerry. <laughs> uh, Congratulations on hitting 100 episodes, guys. Like, I can't believe you've made 100 episodes that only Aaron and I listen to. <laughs> We're our only listeners. <laughs> I gotta and tell you, your Pat. favorite guest. Yeah, well, it's, that's why we can't have you guest all the time, because then we don't have any other listeners. <laughs> to be fair, we do listen even when we're on the show. <laughs> yeah. Pat, you had me fucking cracking up last week. I've been walking up to everybody, giving them a gay ball socket. <laughs> that, is the, that is my favorite handshake. <laughs> I was at work fucking dying in the office, trying not to draw attention to myself. <laughs> I'm glad I could bring you some smiles, man. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, man. Uh, well, speaking of strong, independent women, have you guys seen the new Chandra? Yes. <laughs> we just talked with Frankie about that card. I think that card is, like, I think that card is gas. Hype. Pure hype. Hype train, choo-choo. Aaron, Hi. Aaron. So, you know, I'm not on board with Kaya, but I'm on board with this card. Please <laughs> tell me, like, you have a brew to slot this into. I just saw it tonight, so no, not yet. <laughs> I'm disappointed. I, I just imagine that, like, you have just these, like, infinite amount of brews. <laughs> Aaron, your- Aaron has the archives of da- various <laughs> brews that are just waiting for that one key. <laughs> That's what I was expecting. Like, it's like it's like the Hall of Faces in Game of Thrones. He just like walks into the archive. It's like, uh, one day, one day you'll be set free. And <laughs> does not rush to brew. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh man, I think that card is so good though. Like we don't have to go back over it because, like I said, we talked about it with, with Frankie. But oh man, I'm excited for that card. See, that card'd be great in like that white bread blood moon like stack stack that I built. Oh yeah, I mean Zach right was uh, saying how great that is. Uh, oh for, yeah. Yeah, for eight blood moon dot deck. <laughs> yeah. No, that that card is gross in his deck. I do not look forward to having to fight against that card when I'm playing now. <laughs> no, not at all. So I know he's going to have four of them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, we, we, we had you guys on fairly recently, so I don't think much has changed since then, but how, how did, how did your, uh, your legacy weekend go? Uh, Sunday went great for me. I had fun. I played Dr. Cheath and he was delightful. <laughs> oh, you play? I, ah, I didn't get a chance to come over and watch some of your games. I'm disappointed now. I was even confused. I walked over and I see him casting Delver. I look in his hand and he's got Force of Will. And then I notice the Psychotog and I was like, oh, okay, that is still my fiance. <laughs> yeah. This is not Invasion of the Body Snatchers. <laughs> Stand down. Yeah. No, it was, it was a good time though. I definitely had a lot of fun. <laughs> I can say there was no complaints on my end. Excellent. What was your record? And I ended up 2-2. I realized, uh, so, round three I played against Rick Stelver, and that was, it was rough. Um, he just cheated you a lot better than I did. I got really mana screwed game two, and game one I got slightly mana screwed because I got, like, double stifled and wasted. Um, game two went, game one went a while, but game two was just, it was terrible. I drew, like, two land, and he wastelanded my, like, one duel, so, that was just rough. Yeah, that'll do it. But my Tomograph held the fort for a while until Gurmag Angler came down. <laughs> and the last round I realized I was against lands and the last round I didn't I realized I don't have any Gregor interaction in my seventy five whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> this mistake. Uh, graveyard? Uh, who cares? <laughs> oh man, I wish I played you then. Oh yeah, you were on Tinfins, weren't you? Yeah, introduced Doctor Teeth to Grizzlebrand. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Teeth? Me Grizzlebrand. Grizzle. Yeah. Dr. Teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Teeth. Uh, nice. Well, it, was, it was a lot of fun. I had fun. It was really weird to see like the deck actually do pretty well. Like I beat the crap out of Curtis on Enchantress. <laughs> As everyone should. <laughs> I, I, I also think that should be a great matchup. If yeah. I had like Seeds and stuff, it would probably be fine, but I don't have Perdition Seeds, so. Yeah, no, I thought like, that would be a terrible matchup match. for you. It was rough. It was definitely not easy. I mean, elephant grasses were good. Yeah, I was just gonna say elephant grass on on uh, Psychotog is pretty pretty beneficial in Curtis's favor. <laughs> well, actually, so like game one, I think I just kind of like tempoed him out and crushed him. Game two, he was able to essentially set up the lock with like solitary confinements and stuff. After he let two of them get sacrificed, he showed me a third and had a really good engine online. So I just get, I I scooped to him, and then game three. Um, it was somewhat of a boardwalk. There was a solitary confinement in play, two elephant grass. I had like five land, two delvers. One was flipped, one was not, because he had just bounced it to my hand because he's running the Winds of Change, is it? Mm. No, not Winds of Change. That's a red spell. Um, it's the blue enchantment that like you sacrifice to bounce a creature. I don't remember what it was called. But he used that to bounce one of my delvers. But <laughs> end of his turn, I cast Factor Fiction <laughs> and flipped double recoil. Which is return online permanent, or return a permanent to its owner's hand that player discards card. And I, it was like force of will, time of life, land. He gave me like a recall and force of will, so I bounced this all day confinement, and then just swung with the one delver for the final kill. After tapping four mana for the elephant grasses. Nice. Yeah. 
But yeah, Lands, I, I can't believe I completely overlooked Graveyard Gate. <laughs> <laughs> I just completely overlooked it. I don't know why you're surprised, because you do that every time. I never care about what's in my sideboard for decks, but I always ask him, is there graveyard hate? No, mm-hmm. well, give me graveyard hate. I refuse to play a deck that doesn't have any graveyard hate in the sideboard, and this schmuck always leaves it out. <laughs> I, I learned my lesson at a GP a couple of years ago when I was like, uh, should I run the second Graft Digger's Cage? I'm like, no, one Graft Digger's Cage is fine. And then my first three matchups were Dredge. Uh. <laughs> God, I deserve this. I deserve <laughs> this. <laughs> yeah, see, I don't really like. I don't know. Some of the decks I play, I really don't even plan for. I'm not worried about trash, really. Mm. Quite frankly, I don't know. I actually had a great interaction against Lands playing Tinfins. Um, we were both super. I had him on like five uh, life, uh, but he, I had activated Grizzlebrand and Whiffed. And so I was on three life, and, uh-huh. and he had uh, Grove of the Burn Willows, Punishing Fire in the graveyard. Uh, so what I did to kind of bait him out is he couldn't activate Grove of the Burn Willows to then uh, kill me because it would have given me the bonus life. But what I did is I cracked my fetch lands, uh, putting me on one. Uh, so that prompted him to return Punishing Fire with Grove of the Burn Willows, and I used that to Surgical Extract him, actually paying for Surgical Extraction. Uh, nice. Uh, and I ended up winning that game on one life, because he <laughs> didn't have a way to deal one damage to me. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. It's just funny that he's going for... I'm on one life, and he's digging for the Dark Depths combo, because it's his only other win condition in the deck now. <laughs> it's like, I need a 20-20 to deal one damage. <laughs> Obviously. One random game that Jerry wins because of actual skill. <laughs> uh, Everyone's going to have one, you know? No, this, I, I think this is the plan. You know, it's actually a great way. Uh, you know, I'm going to go to events and people who know me, they're just not going to take me seriously because they hear all these stories about me being terrible. <laughs> and, and I lure them into a false sense of uh, security, and that's how I win. <laughs> Uh, okay. Unless, unless they're on death and taxes and they're still fine. Yeah, unless. <laughs> no matter what deck I'm playing, I could be playing a deck with like four Dread of Night in the main, in the main, and I would still lose. <laughs> well, you know, it happens. I had a really good game against Dredge on Magic Online a few uh, a few days ago, actually. Where like, <clears throat> it was kind of like we were sort of playing like the the I was on Eldrazi, um, the colorless Eldrazi, and he was obviously the opponent was on Dredge and. uh I think, like, turn four or five, I play Endless One for zero. Like, even though I have an Iabugan, I, cl- I make it go for zero so I can exile his bridge. And then, like, later in the same game, I, like, exile Simon Spirit Guide so I can hardcast Simon Spirit Guide so I can dismember it to get rid of his other bridge that was in the graveyard. <laughs> it was pretty, uh, it was pretty great. Yeah, it was a really yeah. tight three games we played. So that's kind of the way I look at it. I just, I don't, I try not to worry too much about Dredge because I just, I know how to play against the deck. Yeah, like, I mean, definitely. I'm usually fine. De- well, like definitely, like you know, talk with Jerry, seeing him play the deck, having Aaron on uh, to talk about the deck, and then you, I know you guys have, have talked about the deck with us as well. Like, and uh, Kasha Kate had her article not that long ago on Dredge. Um, just knowing how the deck operates makes it so much less scary and so much less of a known entity. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Uh, or, or less of an unknown entity, I should say. Um, once you understand like the important cards in the interact in the matchup. Um, it becomes a much more like easy deck to play against, you know. 
Mm, like you can still you can still lose to it. Don't get me wrong. Like you can still lose out of nowhere to that deck, but um, at least like you stand a much better chance fighting against it. You know. Yeah, definitely. As with everything in Legacy and all that, like it just takes some experience of the field. Oh, absolutely. Like my my ability to like to play against decks from like a year ago to now is like is like night and day. I'm, I'm still I still will go like 500 at most FNMs. But like it's usually like I'm I'm winning because I know I know what I'm supposed to be doing rather than just getting lucky, you know. Mm. I'm still just getting lucky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm in that boat too, Kate. Don't worry. <laughs> I mean, I want to get lucky too. Don't get me wrong. I mean, <laughs> I definitely want Lady Luck to shot at me, but careful, careful. That's how you got the boys. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Pat needs another child. Yeah. <laughs> right. Throwing asshole. I just sell all my cards. <laughs> yeah, uninstall Magic Online. Not even get rid of my collection on there. Just like give it up. Uh, yeah. yeah. Wrap it up, kids. Lot. Wrap don't, it up. Don't, don't just pack it. Wear your jacket. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so our segment is a bunch of sex. <laughs> I've come to expect it every time we have you guys on. <laughs> I'm classy for God. I don't know what the fuck <laughs> So, so one thing we have asked all the uh, the guests who have come on today, something to kind of like tie everything together. You know, the cast has been going for almost two years now, which is actually pretty crazy. Um, you know, you guys have obviously you guys have known Jerry and Adrian, I think, since day one, and uh, kind of uh, you know you've seen the changes in the last two years. Where do you guys expect to be in two years from now? Like personally, like both in like you know your personal lives and like in magic in general. That's a big question, man. I know. Well, fuck well, if I know. We're married for a year, um, or I'll be dead. I'm not sure which. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say you can hedge your bets, like Sean said earlier. He said, "Well, hopefully, I'll still be married in two years." <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean. We're not big on divorce. I mean, teach their own. But, uh, yeah, so I'll be married or dead. Um, and I'm going to be, I'm going to have won the Pro Tour. Nice. I, like I don't that. know how, because I don't really play standard. Yeah, I was going to like, are they introducing a Legacy Pro Tour? Uh, yes. I don't know. I've actually been considering playing standard now that the sets are improving. That new Chandra, hello. Got to represent oh, yeah. my girl. This part is fucking awesome. <laughs> So, yeah, I don't know. I'm going to hopefully be kicking ass, and I don't know. Maybe Wizards is going to hire me to just be a badass East Coast consultant. That would be dream. <laughs> Wizards, I hope you're listening. Your business card just says, like, it's just as Kate Donnelly, badass East Coast consultant. Oh, no, no. It's, no, no, it's, it says Kate Gazaniga. Oh, that's true. It will uh, say Gazaniga. That's right. Z's. That is a lot of Z's. Kate, Kate Gazinga. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you're going to say? Considering keeping my name. But I'm not. You could you could hyphenate it and have an extra long last oh, name. God. Oh god! <laughs> Why would you suggest that? That's terrible. <laughs> I, want my, I want my name not to fit on my driver's license. <laughs> <laughs> so I really did want to change my name for a variety of personal reasons. So I was con- considering changing my last name to Katie Bates, which is another family name. Bates, like, like B A T E S. Yeah, it's it's my. It's a fan of the last name. Um, so, like right. Norman Bates or Kathy Bates? Yes. Oh, cool. I like it. But then I decided to take, instead of a beautiful short name, the really long, awful sounding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
It all works out. It's fine. It's fine. Amber, do you see yourself? I'm curious about this question, too. Me? Yeah. This is crap. <laughs> we actually have just been doing this episode, this podcast for 100 episodes now to lure you in to find out exactly what your five-year plan is. Oh, it's God. all good, Bruce. Now Jerry's going to know where to find me. Uh, I already know where to find you, thanks to the GPS chip. Oh, sweet. <laughs> Great. Um, uh, well, I see myself obviously married to Kate. You know, that's something that's happening soon enough. And Don't sound so excited, buddy. Just reel it in. you got to calm down a bit. <laughs> that's that's something that's happening. <laughs> uh, I've kind of just, uh, you know, fate amori. I've, I've accepted it. It's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, it's just let it happen is what, uh, what that man said to me in prison. Oh, it's just like the Jewish and woman predicted. Ever since then, you know. Just let it happen. Uh, and you've been playing with a pithing needle ever since. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's... It's yeah, the rod of ruin. The <laughs> <laughs> rod of ruin, huh? It's a good one. I'm later. I'm just sitting here shaking my head. Kate's <laughs> in the room. <laughs> Sure, she wouldn't mind if I used the rod of ruin later. Oh God! <laughs> You're welcome, darling. So uh, they think they're going to be married in a couple of years. What <laughs> <laughs> do they know? <laughs> no, I mean, I see myself married to Kate next year. Hopefully, the stuff that's going on with my, you know, family and whatnot is hopefully squared away by then. So a little more freedom, a little more time on my hands. Other than that, I mean, just be playing magic, hopefully still brewing, hopefully still, you know, come up with new ideas and, you know, having fun. Nice. I like it. If I'm lucky I won't know a few people in a couple of years that I'm dealing with currently. Dude, I'm right here. I'm, like, right here. You're <laughs> enough to have caught on. Good job. See, this is what happens when I start making bad comments. <laughs> uh... It's fine. Uh, what about the legacy format as a whole? Where, where do you see that in two years? Uh, I don't see any GPs coming around for it. Now you don't think there's going to be GPs for it? You don't think well, there's going to be a single legacy GP in two years? If you look at the way that they've slowly been pushing the GP schedules and whatnot, like they're slowly going away from legacy. They're slowly going towards like nothing with legacy, so... I really wouldn't be surprised if we saw, like, no legacy GPs or, like, one a year and it's going to be, like, some obscure location. <laughs> I don't know. I think that New England has shown that we're willing to support legacy. And, you know, we like to have our piles of money up here because we're apparently better than the rest of the country. And I don't think we're going to lose legacy up here. And I'm hoping that if Aaron is sadly correct that this is an area they would bring that GP to because, I mean, even, like, New Jersey, like, We've really shown that the East Coast is willing to support the format and give boatloads of money to keep supporting the format. So hopefully Wizards will turn around and go, oh, look, there's people willing to give us boatloads of money. They're dumb and they have money. <laughs> we, don't, yeah, we don't give it to Wizards. Well, you know what I mean. Yeah, I mean, supporting the format and supporting Wizards, I think, are different. We just have to become multi-million dollar business people and then buy Hasbro's. That seems really like direct Jerry. <laughs> That's I mean dollar business people. Jerry, I'm, 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 
<laughs> I, I'm sorry to spoiler, but that's going to be my answer. In two years from now, I see myself as a multi-billionaire buying Hasbro. If I get my own reality show and get to replace the Kardashians without having to make a sex tape, um, I don't see myself ever having that much money. So, For any TV producers listening, I do not have the same restrictions that Kate does. If I need a sex tape in order to land it, I will. Yeah, um, to everybody listening, I would like to remind you there's a reason Jerry does a podcast, but I have an Instagram. Thank you. (laughs) That sounds like a shot. I don't think Jerry got that joke. Nah, well, Pat Pat just dipped off, so it... it, I'm I'm back, I'm back. Yeah, but it it, it canceled the recording, so... You're shitting me. No! But I had such a good dig at Jerry. Yeah, sorry. It's my dig. I said Jerry has the voice for radio, but I'm pretty, and he's not. Uh, Thanks for explaining it to me. You're welcome. I said it before. It was too complicated. Kids in the class. Yeah. By the way, Pat, I'm sending you like 30 files. Oh, wonderful. No, you're sending them to Adrian, remember? Oh, yeah. He wants to edit number 100. Yeah. And I actually, I've had the whole thing just recording the whole time, so I don't understand what the challenge is. Every time someone gets off the call, it, it starts a new recording for me. So they're separate recordings. But if you, you have one, one, one that works. What? Looks what like are you recording with? Uh, MP3 Skype recorder. Why don't you use Audacity, you dumbass? Well, because then everyone needs it. It, but it comes out the end. I don't want to get into that yet. Better quality. <laughs> yeah, then that requires every guest that we have to also have Audacity, which isn't realistic. What? Or just like, like Windows. Uh, Girlfriend Bracket does it. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, well, they do. Well, they're professional. <laughs> <laughs> okay, touche. <laughs> I have their arguments. <laughs> yeah, I get there. They have a Patreon. They get paid for this shit. Yeah, exactly. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. We can't do an Audacity tutorial every time we have a new new guest on. Audacity tutorial? You download it, and then you hit the big button. Jerry doesn't, he, Jerry doesn't even have Audacity. I don't know what he's talking about. I have a degree in recording engineering. I have used Audacity. Ugh. Killing me, Smalls. <laughs> well, then, Kate, why don't you do me a favor? Replace Jerry anytime. No, just start a podcast. I have attempted to, but I have so many people I love who have podcasts, so I just go on theirs, and then I don't have to do any editing. Oh. But you get to edit with Audacity. Uh, and I could. I was a theater tech major, but I'm a pass. I'm a lazy fuck. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, then I'll yeah, just use call the kettle black. Oh, hey, I didn't say that you shouldn't do it because it wasn't a lot of work. I just said that you're lazy. <laughs> you're going to have a podcast. Do it right, Jerry. I'm the talent. We've already established. Jerry does nothing. <laughs> I, I you guys have a very low bar. Actually, you know, you know what? You know what I do want to I do want to chime in on is that it's been a hundred episodes, and uh, I really think I really think you. Did um, I don't know how else to put it. I give you a lot of credit, Jerry. You did good getting that logo together. <laughs> Thanks. One of those episodes. That's my going to be a much bigger compliment than that. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that's just one. That's just one for now. Adrian whispers lots of things into my ear at night. Not all of them are shared on the cast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank God. Unless you want to start paying my therapy bill. <laughs> Which is not cheap. <laughs> Like you pay it. That's what mom's for. 
Uh, multiply the result of why it's not cheap. <laughs> oh, don't worry, mommy. That's dad's fault. That's why I'm with you. Daddy issues. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I always forget. Oh, boy. God, this cast is going off the rails. <laughs> yeah, it really has gone down a dark path. <laughs> we want to talk about magic tonight, or? Yeah. No, let's talk about Kate's daddy issues. <laughs> Do you really want to talk about that? <laughs> yeah. All right. But it's 10 o'clock, and I go to work in the morning, and Celso's still lined up, right? Oh, yeah. So, nice. (laughs) Almost an hour when he comes on. (laughs) Mm. Celso's a good guy. I like him. Yeah, Yeah, he's great. For having us on, guys. Yeah, thanks for... Well, anyone you want to scoop scoop before you you leave? I want to scoop in Jerry, because I'm always an asshole to him. (laughs) I think I love him. Thanks, Kate. I do. And I want to scoop in my dad for giving me a lot of awful jokes I can make now that I'm an adult. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Way to go, Dad. At least he did something for me. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to scoop in Kate's dad because he gives Aaron a whole bunch of benefits. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. It's awesome. <laughs> I have no complaints here. All right. Woo. Dear God. <laughs> well, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. <laughs> uh, bye. <laughs> we'll see you soon. <laughs> See ya. Bye. Hashtag Jerry Gate. Hashtag Jerry. Something sweet. (laughs) How you doing, Papa Bear? (laughs) Not much. Oh wait, is this Adrian? Wait. wait, wait, wait. I know you haven't. You don't recognize his voice. It's been so long. I show show up every 100 episodes. (laughs) He was contractually off the show. (laughs) Yeah. We are going to take away his dressing room if uh, he didn't show up. <laughs> well, let, let's see if this really Adrian. All right, let's let's test him a little bit. All right, um, what's your favorite magic card? Grizzlebrand. Okay, all right. This, that sounds like Adrian. It sounds like Adrian. All right. Um, if if you had to pick a deck for a tournament for a legacy tournament like Legacy GP, Grizzlebrand. <laughs> you can't play it's, sixty Grizzlebrands. That's not a legal deck. I can't. Well. well <laughs> And 20 Black Lotus, 20 Grizzlebrand, 20 Force of Will. That's his deck. <laughs> Alright, let's, let's try another one. What's the deepest you've gone thinking magic-wise? What card combo? Oh. Oh, you know what I really used to like was Lord of the Pit and Breeding Pit. That, that sounds kinda Adrian. That yeah, I, kinda. I just can't make that happen in Contemporary Legacy. Oh, it's contemporary legacy. Oh man, I really what the what the hell was I really wish Wheel of Fortune was legal. Hashtag oh. contemporary legacy gate. Uh, I think that could be that maybe not maybe that could be okay in legacy. It costs three. Like I don't think that would make <laughs> I don't think that would make Storm super overpowered. What was what's the uh, temporal trespass? Is that the one that is like eight in it, but it like delves for six? That lets you draw you and your opponent draw seven. Like discard oh, your hands. Fucking idea. 
Uh, well, I mean, no, I think I the closer just... one is, what was that one that was Wheel of Fortune and then ended the turn? That's what, the one I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, that, that doesn't cost eight. That costs two and a blue. There's is no, it two and a blue? Yeah, there's no delve on it. Oh, I don't know. It just, it just shuffles. Is it temporal your, trespass? It just shuffles your graveyard in hand into your library and then draw seven. What was temporal manipulation? Oh, who the fuck gives That's, a shit? Yeah, there was something. That yeah. one's Miracle Time Lock. Either way, I'm missing Wheel of Fortune. Are you talking about oh, time? No, temporal trespass was a time walk. Um, hmm. No, no, no. Temporal Except, manipulation that was, a, that was, a was time an Origins. Walk. It was an Origins, and it was a Mythic Rare Blue card. So, Temporal Trespass is a Time Walk with Delve. Yeah, that's what I just that, I said that. I just oh, said, I thought you were talking about Temporal Manipulation. That's a Miracle Time Walk. Yeah. Um, you talking about Time Twister? No, no, no. no we are talking about. He's trying to think of some standard card that's, that compares to Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> yeah, like, like Days Undoing. Days Undoing. Days Undoing. Yeah. There we go. That's what it was called. Yeah. yeah so, thank you, control. everyone, for joining us for this instance of Pat trying to guess card names. <laughs> <laughs> and, and play it in Blue Red Delver. <clears throat> yeah, I play. did play it in Blue Red Delver. It was bad. <laughs> did, did, days Undoing. Did that? That ended the turn. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. But, like, I think there was some interaction if you were playing, like, Reset High Tide. You could do something dirty with it. Oh, really? Yeah, like, I think it's, like, if it's your turn, end the turn. So, you basically, like, it basically plays, like, Time Twister if you're playing Reset High Tide. Oh, okay. I suppose it could still function. I used to like to do, like, Underworld Dreams Wheel of Fortune. You do that? I missed that. Actually, what was the, what's the blue fork? Because I, I used to do Wheel of Fortune with Fork. What the hell's the blue one? Uh, not, Reaver. Not Reaver. Reaver. What, what is it? Twin Cast. Twin Cast. That's it. See, the real Adrian I know would talk about brainstorming, so you put Omniscience atop your library, then class, cast Cloudform to put it in play, and then flip it with Skirk Alarmist. That's, that's the real Actually, Adrian I know. So I don't well, think you would keep it up. All right, so, so I got a judge question for you. The fuck did I do to myself? <laughs> so if I cast Days Undoing, and then Twin Cast it, is the one the original removed from the stack when the first one resolves because the turns ended? Correct. Yeah, fuck that shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this jank is too jank. <laughs> <laughs> if Adrian is throwing it away, that really means something. Yeah, that new Chandra's garbage too. Jesus. <laughs> Shots fired. It's Woo! fine. You also you also said warping well was bad, and that's just a staple now. So it's cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, let me tell you, I haven't seen it do anything to Grizzlebrand yet. So Jesus, you can't you can't it. use that as your soul. That is my metric. Yeah, Bruptake is good, but it can't hit uh, Grizzlebrand. Unplayable. <laughs> All right, we're gonna have a five point scale. Five if it interacts with Tinfins the most. It's a great card. <laughs> That's my metric. What the hell's that other thing though? That there was a blue one blue counter target colorless spell. Oh, yeah, I think that card's garbage. I don't know why people are excited about that. If it, said, if it said exile, it, I'm thinking if it said exile, it might have been good because yeah. otherwise it still can't hit Emrakul. Uh, well, it's probably fine. Like, I mean, doesn't miracles like play counter spell? So can't you just play that? In the miracles in place of counterspell, like in the sideboard. Well, no, because counterspell gets anything of any color. 
Yeah, but like if you're so, I'm saying for the Eldrazi matchup. Sorry, I should have mentioned that. Yeah, but I don't think it's good in the Eldrazi matchup. Like everyone's saying how this is the answer to the Eldrazi, but Eldrazi's a deck running Chalice of the Void, so it eats it to Chalice of the Void, and also they run four Cavern of Souls. So even if you have this card and they don't have a Chalice, you still are probably not countering their Eldrazi anyways. Yeah, that's I all fair. I still haven't seen an Eldrazi deck yet. It's because you're only playing at the Wiz. No, I played at the Wiz. I played at TE. Oh, okay. I'm playing at different well, places. I'm just actually say, I played at played at Acton too. I still haven't played against Eldrazi. Oh, I'll find you. We'll play. I'll find you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I don't I don't even think that matters because you you can only defeat Jerry. <laughs> true. I'm the only person Pat's allow, allowed to beat. <laughs> it's true. I'm like oh, I'm like two and a hundred, and my only two wins are against Jerry. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I'm like I'm XO against Pat. What's your record against Adrian? <laughs> <laughs> have you played me? Um, no, I don't think we've ever. Pl- uh, I don't think we've ever we played. A game. No, we did it. We did up. We did up in Acton. Did we? No, we didn't. Wait, no, didn't we? No, oh. maybe not. Maybe that was me and Kyle. Yeah. Fuck, I, I don't think we played each other. I feel like maybe there's a chance we played once at that's entertainment, but I don't even think that's ever happened. Huh. I mean, well, I, 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 I must not. I think I just must not end up at the low tables. All right, that ends my role on this on the cat. <laughs> gonna go and just apply uh, aloe in my entire body to uh, <laughs> soothe the burn. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna open my mouth until I get Pat back into MMA. <laughs> <laughs> I I I, uh, I saw this kid the other day at the cook. I went to cookout yesterday, and I met this kid Maddie. And Maddie knew me from when I used to fight. And he's like, "Oh, you still uh, you still fighting at all?" I'm like, "No, man. I have too many kids and eat too many pizzas to like be fighting now." <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna wait. I'm gonna like show up at TE one day, and like you two are gonna face off, and I'm gonna be playing my match wherever in that room. I'm just gonna hear boom, and I'm gonna look down, and all of a sudden, Pat's gonna have Adrian the triangle chokehold. <laughs> Like what the hell? <laughs> oh man. Yeah, but he still wouldn't interact with Grizzlebrand. It's true. <laughs> it, it would be losing caution is just like tapping Grizzlebrand on the table. <laughs> Three, seven, draw <laughs> Adrian's gonna show it to him. That's gonna be like, yeah, got you, fucker. Slam down containment priest. <laughs> Adrian's gonna go, alright, fine, brainstorm. Yeah, gut shot, gut shot. <laughs> I mean, I put together tin fins. You made me a believer. I just never played the deck. Oh, you should have done that. I know it was a mistake. I will. I'm oh. gonna put it back together. I'll put it back together. Don't worry. Oh my god. Oh. That requirements for being on the podcast. You must have played Tidfids in Sacred Magic. <laughs> no, but like, if you're gonna build it and not play it, that's like just putting the tip in. It's I know. <laughs> <laughs> I goldfished a lot. It was a lot of fun to goldfish, but I can imagine like you're in a basement. It's like a it's like a frat rush week orientation, right? The lights are off, just candles. Everybody's in a black robe. You're on your knees, getting whacked with like a pal board or whatever. And all of a sudden, <laughs> in the table, like an altar in front of you, just shows up these seventy five cards. That's <laughs> <laughs> the other thing. I, I'm gonna give Jerry some fucking props on the other thing too. He foiled out most of tin fence. That shit looks pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever foil children or no? 
Uh, so I have a French children because it's infants of Coralus, and that tickles. Oh, that is cute. <laughs> Uh, too bad you can't find that in foil. I, I, if only I could. If I could find a foil French uh, children of Coralus, I, w- I would run the hell out of that. I what, would you pay, what would you? I might, what would you I might have to look up for you one, for one, Jerry. Oh, yeah? Okay. Perhaps. Like I don't think they're expensive. Like I think they're like two or three dollars. It's just a matter of who are you going to buy that from. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying right now. You can put the word out. If you actually want to find a French for foil children of Coralus, you can put the word out here. Hell yeah. Alright, bring it out right now. If you have a French foil children of Coralist, name your price. How many would you, would you pay five bucks for one? I only need one. I would not pay twenty five dollars. No no no. <laughs> would you pay five? Oh yeah, I would definitely pay five dollars for one. So Frankie, where are you at, Brody? Yeah, Frankie on. Brunet, where you at? Those French speaking Canadians gotta have some of them, right? Like yeah. do they the first, like the first Oh no shit. The first 15 seconds of him recording, I think, was him, like, wrestling with his computer and microphone. This <laughs> is just like, all you hear is just like, thump, 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 thump. And then he just like, can you hear me? <laughs> yes, we've been hearing you for 30 seconds, dude. <laughs> this fucking microphone, don't, don't get this shit to work. Oh, that guy's fucking great, man. Oh, my God. Frankie's the best. Oh, yeah. Sadly, none on eBay. No, Rule for all French. Children of Carlos on eBay. I tried. <laughs> he tried real hard. He tried, tried as hard as the eBay search. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, like, any effort has got to be better than expectation, right? Like, I mean, any effort is more than what Jerry will probably put into it. So. Oh, <laughs> fucking shots fired. Jesus. <laughs> You're all the worst. Well, keep you down. <laughs> Speaking about going bigger, Pat, what do you think about the new colorless Eldrazi list in the SCG Classic that's going bigger? Oh, with I... Blinkin' Sowers and, like, a single Ulamog? Oh, I don't know how they're ever getting to cast those cards, man. I really don't. I really, really don't. Um, I think it's terrible, but, I mean, I, I actually have a one of Ulamog I would try in paper, but, honestly, like, I found that even trying to activate Ayavugan, which costs seven, is a, is difficult, I mean, do they just play like Chalice at one, and then they go, all right, we'll just land. play this for a while. Let the land go. <laughs> yeah. Especially like if you're playing against a wasteland deck, like you are never going to cast those ever because as soon as they as soon as they waste one of your lands, like you're just not going to get it. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I I don't. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't, this I'm not sweet a fan. mirror though. Like you oblivion store your opponent, and you start getting yeah. Eridrazi temples and stuff. Yeah, that's pretty good. I mean, uh, it. The Eldrazi mirror match is pretty not pretty much not fun, but I was gonna say that's like the equivalent of shin kicking or dick punching, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, it's not the best, but uh, that deck does beat miracles, and that's why I love it. I'll never put <laughs> I'll never put it down. Yeah, what what do you guys think about Dredge taking this whole thing down? Like that's fucking wild. Like that's good. I'm not. Su- I mean, I'm not surprised. Like it does happen, right? Yeah. Like, that, I mean, I have a new respect for Dredge now. Yeah. I mean, Firestorm, that kills Grizzlebrand. Right, Adrian? <laughs> Firestorm for seven. Yep, kills, 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 kills Grizzlebrand, your opponent, yourself. I don't think you can even do that unless there's seven targets, though, the way Firestorm is worded. Oh, yeah, well, I mean, you make a bunch of zombies. You just target all of them. Oh, you target your own zombies. <laughs> do for the lols, right? Yeah. Or, like, your Narcomibas, so you get more tokens. It's awesome. Oh, uh, yeah, that works. I like that. 
Where'd um, you go, Adrian? I, I'm, actually, oh, I'm right here. I'm surprised. Uh, I'm not sure what Firestorm is. Uh, Firestorm, uh, Firestorm's a single red torment. <laughs> no, it's from Weatherlight, isn't it? Oh, oh yeah. What am yeah, I thinking? Weatherlight. Of torment. Yeah. Wow. Are you thinking of Wow? Pat just around? corrected Jerry on a set. <laughs> <laughs> so a single red for uh, an so instant, quick. and it's. Maybe it's because Pat's looking at the card. <laughs> it's, uh, it's choose to discard X cards. Firestorm deals X damage to each of X target creatures and their players. And, uh, it's got a sweet art of, uh, Sabretooth Tiger, I think. Yep. Oh, that thing's it's pretty much sweet. into the Firestorm. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's to be a roasted, uh, <laughs> roasted Sabretooth Tiger. Wait a minute, wait a minute. That's that, alright, so yeah, you guys talk about, that's normally a norm, well, that ends up being played in the sideboards of Dredge. Right, but they have one main deck. Is Firestorm on the reserve list? Because it's like the ten dollar card. I didn't think it had a tiger on it for the artwork. I think it is on the reserve list. I don't know though. I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's on the reserve list. No one plays that fucking card. (laughs) Well, yeah, I'm playing Chalice for one. Nobody's playing Firestorm. (laughs) It is reserve list. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Buy those out. Yeah, the buy up Firestorm's good. Fuck it. Great, great, uh, lesson we're in. in- <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, hey, you know what? That touches on the other topic, cause I fucking mentioned something a while ago and you guys put a comment up about it. What the hell's going on with the price of counterbalance now? Oh uh, yeah, you it's bought out all the counterbalances. Yeah, that's- well that's what happens when you buy them all out, Adrian, the price goes up. Isn't that what we talked did, about? Did it go up though? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, as soon as you up? said you were buying out all the counterbalances, counterbalance spiked. It was, it was like, <laughs> day after that episode was released. Yeah. <laughs> In a week. Yeah, that, that's like Lee Harvey Oswald going, what is fascination? I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, what you fucking mean, man? Uh, no, no, it's only 25 bucks. Yeah, but it was like 15 prior to that episode. Yeah, it spiked to like 45 or something ridiculous. Yeah, it, went, I know, it, it looked like, like it did. 15 to 45, and now it's down to 25. I honestly think, like... I, I still think that, that age is in on stacks of counterbalance right now. <laughs> like, oh, table's wobbly, gotta throw 20, 20 copies of fucking counterbalance under it. <laughs> you know what this is, if you can't beat them, buy them all out. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like Adrian is a little kid, he wasn't picked for the kickball team, so he went to Target with a knife, stabbed every kickball within a 20 mile radius. <laughs> come from too by the way like all of a sudden like insectile swarm just decide to show up to richmond like yeah just gonna play whatever the fuck delver we want like you know wait like, was that was the other delver seeing play like the next stage evolutions well like there's well, what is it jarvis's yes there's jarvis's list is like fucking like no really like no typical two drops. It's like Snapcaster Mage all of a sudden. It's like, yeah, fuck Pyromancer. Like, we don't, we don't need to go wide here. We, we're just, we're just gonna go vertical on you between anglers and true names and 15 creatures and a Delver shell. 15! Like, like, what's next? Are we gonna play like D&T Delver? <laughs> like, you know, like, like Delver eight non-creature spells? <laughs> uh, Delver all formats. <laughs> Yeah, like, what, what is this? Like, the old blue-white Delver decks that was playing, like, spirits and stuff? It was playing, like, 16 to 20 creatures? Mm-hmm. Like, wasn't there a card in Innistrad that made you transform all transformable creatures? 
Uh, you're, that was like all werewolves. It didn't get Delvers, unfortunately. Okay. Yeah, it transforms yeah. all werewolves. Oh, okay. It was was it like Moon Mist or something like? No. That sounds that sounds. Yeah, that sounds familiar though. Oh yeah. Oh no 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 no. So this works. Moon Mist is transform all humans. Oh uh, yeah, so that does work. <laughs> hmm. What's, What's the, the cost? cost on that? <laughs> I think it's one like in one in a green. One in a green. Yeah. Oh, See, yeah. I remember things. So it would be like a rug delver. But then again, it's already an instant, so it would just flip over. Yeah, you it's like, <laughs> would you like to reveal Moon Mist to flip? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's only like 85 copies on SCG, and they're under a buck. I mean, it seems pretty ripe here. <laughs> Can we stop encouraging people? To- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, the foils are already bought out at six dollars retail. Like, I mean, Moon Mist foils are six dollars. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's right. I'm pretty sure I blanked some of those to make proxies, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> like, what What instant for one in the green are you even putting... To, or, like, are you using for, like, Othadruid, so you just, like, get rid of instant? You're like, man, I don't want to be bothered spending eight bucks for an Othadruids. I'm just going to take some foil moon mists and make them Othadruids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Man, like, this is freaking weird. Like, it's just like, yeah, I'm just going to play, like, Delver, like, ten random-ass creatures, and, like, a bunch of typical spells that you'd see in Legacy, and, like, there you go. Mana base is, like, blue fetches, blue duels, wastelands, like, they're done. Like, boom, I got a Delver deck. <laughs> like, <laughs> simple, simple as that, apparently. Man, that's freaking wild. That, that was, like, a trippy weekend. Man. <laughs> My Fresca game is pretty strong tonight, by the way, boys. Yeah, like <laughs> Fresca game is awesome. Uh, so, so I'm I'm full of meat right now. If that if that helps your Fresca game. <laughs> oh oh man, sure. there's a trash can I could just like you know toss my cookies in right now. Like, look <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Fuck. I was at a barbecue, you sick fuck. <laughs> hey man, look what you do on your time and whatever you call it. It's your business, man. Oh. Yeah, it was on a barbecue because Jerry was on a spit roast. <laughs> God, I thought I opened and, my mouth. And then he probably went on Twitter. That's Twitter exactly what he said at the barbecue, Jerry. <laughs> Ooh. And then he hopped on Twitter and stared at my balls and just was in awe. <laughs> but... Yeah, man, I put my balls out on Twitter. It was awesome. Yeah, I bet it was. They were, they were good. It was good. I'm just saying, you're missing out, man. Chocolate salty balls? Nah, meatballs. Nah. Ooh, meatballs. Hashtag MTG meatballs. I started that today. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm going to wake somehow wake up early tomorrow and get uh, some chicken tikka masala in the slow cooker before I go to work. Man, it's going to be like a rough like next 12 hours. Oh, right that sounds tough. Uh, I was I was at this barbecue and the the pitmaster started smoking meat at four in the morning. Oh, that's what we call it, a pitmaster. Yeah, yeah, pitmaster. <laughs> I'm surprised that was what you went for and not the smoking meat <laughs> comment. <laughs> <laughs> what, what kind of tools does the pitmaster have available? To uh, you would actually appreciate it. he had these things called bear claws. Have you ever yes. seen those? <laughs> yeah, he made pulled pork and he takes out these like 
two handheld like Wolverine claws. <laughs> They're like, like, what is this, Comic-Con? Yeah, exactly. They're like cast iron, like almost like uh, brass knuckles with like Wolverine claws on the end of them. And he just has a bowl full of like pork pork shoulder. And he's just like ripping into him, making pulled pork with these uh, these Wolverine claws. So, so he looks like brass claw orcs is what you're saying. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, they get some now. I actually bought a smoker yesterday. It should be coming in next week. Nice. Oh. It's hell yeah. It was it was delicious, delicious food. I kind of wish I could get a smoker if I had a uh, a backyard to put it in. Well, there's like even like tabletop ones that you can get like that that are. <laughs> you want to smoke like a single rib over twelve hours? <laughs> well, like it's so compact. Like you're just like you know you need to go like that crazy with it. Yeah. I have to go look it up, but it's it. There are some there are some uh, more condensed versions and still get your smoking action in. Yeah, I mean, I have plenty of uh, smoking smoking devices lying around. I don't, I don't need that to smoke. <laughs> fair, fair enough. Yeah, you like said, what are you doing your time? <laughs> Adrian, you still there? I am still here. Hey, look, I, you know, I just want to make sure. You know, like I was, I was so sad the last few times I was on. I'm like, all right, like the whole day. You don't understand the whole day. I look forward to. Like, I wake up. Like, oh, man, I can't wait. I just want to, like, fuck it. I want to go to work today. I want to get pumped up for the podcast, you know, all that stuff. Then I go through the work day, like, fuck it. I don't know, like, maybe I'd do, like, an hour or something. I don't know. I, I just stare in front of the computer screen and look like I'm doing something, right? You know, hit the keyboard, you know, smash it or something, you know, like, make it look like typing stuff. It's hard to type with those big paws. Yeah, I know, exactly. I mean, I'm surprised you found a company that would hire a bear. <laughs> Well, you know, it's it's appreciating differences, right? We're trying to we're trying to be, you know, multicultural and multi-species. That's just that's how it works. So. I mean, I figured it was something like the CEO's kid like loved the Bernstein Bears, so he asked you to like show up at the birthday party, and you know that's how you got the gig. I mean, that's the only thing that really makes sense in my mind. Yeah, well, I mean, like after I got fired, being the masturbating bear for Conan, like you know, I didn't think of other way other routes of. Of being barely and still making ink. <clears throat> so yeah, it was the non-masturbating party bear from from there on out for a short while. <laughs> but, yeah, all day, you know, like I mean, yeah, don't do any work. Come home, I, like I scream at traffic, like just stick my house, just start screaming at these fuckers, I'm like get the fuck away, man! I gotta get on podcast. Adrian's gonna be on. It's gonna be awesome. <laughs> and uh, Adrian's just like fuck it, doing something else. Because like, he doesn't love you. Yeah, I know, I know. Just like lures me in, like yeah, come up here, man. We got Carl's, like. Oh, you know what? I, you know where I went to the other day was that uh, you tagged me on a sandwich out of a restaurant that just opened up a new pizzeria in Worcester. And I forget what the fuck it was called. I don't know, Derrico's or something. But it was. Uh, I went there for the pizza. It's like brick oven or Neapolitan. Um. Underwhelmed. Like I was really, I was really hoping. I was excited. I'm like, oh, good. We'll, we'll go, I'll go grab pizza. I was tempted to get Jerry after even tea and see if he wanted to get pizza. I would have been so down. I, I was so excited. I'm like, I don't have work tomorrow. We can go get food, and then everyone oh, I, disappeared. Oh, you should have said food. I just stuck around. But <laughs> I mean, like the thing is, is I went there and um, it was good, but it was more. Um, I don't know. It cost more than it needed to be. It was kind of a smaller pizza. It was good pizza, but it wasn't. 
I would have rather gone to Bertucci's, but there isn't one in Worcester, so. Oh, man. You're settling for Bertucci's? Yeah, oh, I can't. I, I got to get off the call. I can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> can't talk. No, I like Bertucci's. That's, that's I, I really wanted some pasta, so we, 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 we spent, you know, we went all out and went to Olive Garden. Look. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I didn't even feel far fixed. So you show up. Well, no. <laughs> wait, wait. So after, well, then tell after, me tell me another place with some brick oven pizza. <laughs> I mean, there's a bunch of coal-fired pizzas in Providence. I don't know about up in Worcester, but. Yeah, there isn't much up. I mean, there's, there's one on Shrewsbury Street. Yeah. That's like that's that's really the Italian section. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, like it's hard to like fuck up pizza to be honest with you. Like if it's if it's a decent place, most would make most places make a good pie. But Worcester Pizza Factory, Pepe's Pizza. I'm just I just is that, is that brick oven? It looked like it. Anzio's brick oven pizza. Is it Shrewsbury Street? Uh, Westboro Road. All right. So anyway. not to disrupt. Not to disrupt pizza pizza time. Because I love talking about pizza, but I gotta get out of here. Um, yeah. If you guys want to keep going, that's totally fine. But I gotta bounce, I'll, and I just had some thank yous I want to do before I before I took off. Yeah. Oh, well, you're welcome, welcome, Pat. It's been the, great. You know, I I, you know, <laughs> I give you. I met you about like a year or so ago. It's been been awesome meeting you, and and you know, you've grown a lot from the blue red Delver days all the way up to just. Beating the crap. Blue Red Delver. <laughs> and I, I, I still love Blue Red Delver. I love that deck. I like to feel like I can take credit because I will be taking all the credit for that. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, for sure, like, so, so, so you're actually on my list, so. Uh, but, uh, I did want to, I did want to thank, uh, Jerry and Adrian for, for welcoming me on the cast and, uh, and you guys were really my first, you know, this podcast was my first foray. We were your first. Oh, we popped I mean, your honestly, cherry. If it wasn't for Leaving Legacy, I never would have been in the Legacy format. Um, because oh, you, you guys, I'm sorry. I'm serious. I, I, you guys were the only way, the, you guys were the only segue from Standard into Legacy that I found on like MTG Cast. And, uh, if it wasn't for you guys, I, I wouldn't have played the format, man. I never would have tried it. So I, I really appreciate you guys, uh, like, you know, like I've, I said it a million times, but meeting me for breakfast before SCG Worcester and getting a chance to talk to you guys was awesome. Um, so hey. thank you for that. Hey, hey, don't you go blaming us for the lack of your son's college tuition now. <laughs> I mean, honestly, the money I've invested, if I sold my stuff, he'd be going to school for free, so. <laughs> um, and then, uh, uh, Celso, you're, you're next on my list, man. I wanted to thank you for being, uh, something I can always talk to you about, about magic and, and whatnot, and, uh, you've been a great guy, and, uh, I, you know, I want to say thank you for, uh, for, again, for just being like a good people, man. There's just good people in this format, good people in this game. There's such a great community and, uh, and I'm very thankful for that as well. Thank Did you, thank you. Unfortunately that you had to put Jerry above me on the list, but you know. <laughs> as well, is right. Deal, so. <laughs> and then, uh, I just had a few other people, um, just, just run it down real quick. Sissio, uh, Ian McCown, uh, Joe Gardner. Uh, Kerman and Kate and Aaron and, uh, Aaron and Ruben was great to meet them out in, uh. Hey, leave some people for the rest of us. I know, I'm just saying these are <laughs> personal, like, I've, I feel like I've made a lot of, uh, of real friends through the game and, um, you know, as an adult, like, I'm not a person who hangs out with people from work. It's just not my preferred method of meeting friends and uh, I feel like I've made a lot of friends, uh, because of this game and I'm really thankful for that, man, because it's hard. It's hard for a dad to get out there and, and hang out with people and not talk about kids all day. And uh, I'm glad that I'm able to talk about a kid's car game instead. Yeah. <laughs> As is all, all is right in the world. Yeah, man. For sure. Awesome. Well, I I also 
I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> I'm not going to thank anyone, because fuck all you. <laughs> Peace. Sorry, fuck you too, Jerry. <laughs> the okay. most loving way possible. <laughs> oh, also, also, uh, also, like, I'm, I know I've missed a bunch of people. Like, I started writing out this huge list, and there was everyone on there I could think of, and, like, everyone who's who's come up to me and, and said they appreciate the podcast, like, I, I give all praise to Adrian because Adrian and Jerry because they're the they're the uh the granddaddies on the cast and, and you guys are the ones who got it out there and I'm just lucky I'm I consider myself very lucky to be on it. Um but all the people who listen to the cast, we really appreciate all, and I, I certainly do. All the support, all the love you guys give us, um, that you guys get some entertainment out of it. And maybe actually some real value in the game, I'm not sure, but if you do that's great too. Yeah. Alright. How about you, Celso, while we're scooping in Tommy? Yeah. What do you got? <laughs> I was actually going to scoop people in. <laughs> well, you said you had nobody. Yeah, you lost I thought it. you were being a self-centered jerk. Joking. Episode 100, Jerry, you just lost it, joking. pal. I was joking. <laughs> Alright. Go ahead then, Jerry. Yeah, I also want to thank everyone who comes up to me at events and just, you know, says how much they appreciate the cast, because that always makes me feel good. Uh, Specifically, the most recent one was this kid named Nathan. He came up to me at FNM, uh, said how much he liked listening to the cast, and now he's just getting into Legacy. So, just everyone who who's done that over the years, I'll, uh, I'm going to scoop them in. We're going to have a top 32 tonight. <laughs> Look at that. He can actually say over the years now in play. <laughs> no, right? Crazy, right? That's nuts. So I'll translate. Thank for those who straight stroke my ego. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically, basically that. <laughs> uh, also, Ian, for all he did for the cast, you know, with uh, the website stuff that we're still working on when we have, you know, free time. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, just everyone. All right. Well, glad you got Ian in there. How about you, Celso? Well, I feel like I got to, you know, I got to I gotta thank all three is from, from on behalf of the, of the listeners here because, you know, you all have different perspectives about the format, let alone the game, that I think bring a lot to the table. So, yeah, Grandpa Adrian, that has the history of everything, and which is good, because it's good good to get some perspective of, you know, what's all the crazy crap that we're playing today, what were some of the origins of it, and, and challenging us to kind of go a little bit deep and think about it a little bit instead of just being, being going, you know, just grab... Oh, it's a net deck! Yeah, <laughs> just grab miracles and jam. I know that was I know that was aimed at me, Adrian. It's okay, <laughs> but at least I did it when you were still on the call. <laughs> and, and then and then Jerry having no fear to play anything and everything and and taking a stand for for what you like and and uh, why you like it, why you think it's good, you know, especially when you're going when you had that run with like Agrolome or just the card Titania Priestess of Aragoth and things like that. So. So I think that that's a great uh, a great addition, and then Pat brought like the new the new vibe, you know, like if, from somebody that doesn't know if somebody's coming into it not knowing Legacy at all. It's a deep format, you know, and it's hard to make heads or tails of what this stuff's going on. So so it's great for Pat to come in and be like, wait, hold hold the fuck up for a sec, like what you know what what's dredge? What's this dredge thing going on? You know, like explain this and and helping more people get into the format because that's. That's the only way this warrant's going to stay around is to keep getting more people more interested in it. Yeah, we're going to lose some people over time. You know, maybe they're going to get priced out or lose interest because fuck miracles, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, by, by you know, working towards being ambassadors of the format and getting more people in, like, that's going to keep sustaining this for, for a while. So, 
So, like, thank all three of you for, for what you do and how, you know, how you approach the format and how you put it all together into a nice weekly podcast. It's, it's a great start to the week, you know, get to work, put on a podcast, and then, you know, go from there. So, a huge thank you to you, to you guys for that. Wow. Uh, yeah, thanks, Celsius. <laughs> I'm really fucking fluid, yeah. I mean, they're really, I, I mean that. I mean that. Um, I guess right, I'll skip Celsius in two. All right. <laughs> and anybody else would like to scoop in the top eight, Celso? Oh, yeah, I do have, do have eight. So, let's see. All right, so we got three. Um, I'm going to scoop Nicki Minaj into the top eight because, damn, like, <laughs> She's 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 got a good front game and a back game too. You know, front nine, back nine action going on, like that. Like she's pretty sick. And I mean, she she lays down some good beats, you know, every once in a while. So so I'm gonna scoop Nikki Namad. Sorry, ah, it's late. My Fresca games is messing me up, man. Now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on, moving on. Uh, let's see. So four in uh, in fifth place. I'm gonna scoop in uh, New York Pizza because it's amazing. Um, Newman's all right, but you know they got they got screwed in ninth. Um, the New Haven up beats, uh, if, you, if you will. Um, okay. Sixth sixth place, I'm gonna scoop in. You know the the regional community, the you know, the legacy community, and by regional I mean like Connecticut, Mass, Rhode Island, and even those northern states. You know you got uh what Maine, Vermont, New Hampshire. Like it's kind of crazy. Like running the players from all those different states, and hell upstate New York too. Um, like, running the players from all those different areas, enjoying the same format and the same game, and, like, I mean, there's really, you know, not that many assholes in, in this format compared to some other formats I've played in, in, in other places around the country and stuff. So, um, the New England Lakes community, community is, 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 uh, second to none. So, uh, shout out to that. And so, where are we? Six? So, so I gotta go fill in two more. Alright, um, Seventh probably has to go to Balduvian Bears, the card, like amazing. You know, like Grizzly Bears, good, not good enough. I mean, Balduvian Bears is is strictly better than than uh Grizzly Bears. So uh that's seventh. And then uh eighth, I'm gonna scoop in hashtag Jerry Gate into, into eighth. <laughs> that's pretty good. No no no, screw Just... that. Eighth eighth is gonna be is going to be the listeners of the podcast, like the, the Leaving a Legacy community, because there's so <laughs> many awesome people in that group yeah. that th- not only are they going to come in as the eighth seed, but they're going to upset everybody in the top eight and take it down because, because you know, it's it's awesome people like Ian Arkham Daggerson McCown. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got people. Arkham like, Daggerson. <laughs> yeah, you got Arkham Daggerson McCown. We got... We got Kermit, we got Kate, like all those guys that you mentioned, and many, many, many more. Um, like that, you know, uh, like that, that, like those people are the reasons I'm sure, you know, you guys too is going to keep you doing this every week in and out. Like, like, you know, as long as they love the field reporting and all that stuff, I'm more than happy to keep jamming crazy shit and then talking about the crazy shit in the podcast. So, so, so shout out to the, the Leaving Your Legacy community. So bam. Boom. There it is. Damn. Thanks for doing all the hard work, Celso. I appreciate that. <laughs> oh, how do you follow that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See, I love it. This is like WWE, right? You know, so you got you got your faces, right? Your baby faces, and then you got your heels. Jerry is the the ultimate heel host. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a heel. Yeah, you're a heel, man. You're, you're yeah. 
You're like you're like the villain, the bad guy. It's like, oh yeah, thanks, thanks for uh, <laughs> like like precious. You did the right. Thanks for nothing. Yeah. I prefer to see myself <laughs> as an anti-hero. You know, that's that's where I'm going. <laughs> yeah, like, like the CM Punk like of a, of a podcast. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. All right, Adrian. What about you? I don't got eight. Uh, I'm trying to think of specifically some people. Well, what the hell? Who who'd we drop now? Pat just left. Oh, thanks, Pat. <laughs> said bye. Um, sound like a Game Boy game sound or something. Like yeah, that. I know it does. It's like they changed their shit up. It's like, oh, my Tamagotchi died. Like, oh no. Yep. Uh, he must have had to go catch a Pokemon. He did. Let's see. <laughs> Let's see. So, yeah, I guess uh, scooping the top eight, I'm going to scoop in Jim Not Dredge and Kyle and Flip and Ian. And that's probably fucking good for me for now. And, uh, I mean, everybody, actually everybody on the Facebook group, but everybody, everybody who sent comments in to go to the Wounded Warrior Project and uh, St. Jude Children's Hospital, because that's, I think out of the hundred episodes, that's probably the coolest fucking thing I can imagine that we did. It's pretty good. You know, it's pretty good. How many people thought you said comments versus comments? <laughs> I don't know. No, nobody from Massachusetts, I guess. I love the accent, man. I love it. <laughs> you know the the other the other thing I'm going to scoop you in, Celso, because uh, I don't know if you remember that, but you know I was listening to Tap and Sack, and I went down to play Modern one night, and like you happened to be at the store, but you T- were going home to record tabletop shop. Newington, Connecticut, in the old warehouse location before they even had their big ass store now in uh, on the other side of town. Well, I remember it was about like what seven at night or so, six six seven at night. I was I came up, I stopped in from work. I was looking for something in the case. I mentioned, yeah, I got to run, I got to do a podcast. And then this tall guy, backwards cap, was like, wait, hey, you do that type of tech podcast? And we were chatting for like a good half an hour. You know, showed up late, yeah, didn't care, because I was talking to an awesome, awesome listener, awesome person, and all of a sudden, kaboom, leave my legacy. Yeah. So, fucking scoop into you and scoop into uh, Ginger Ale, because he helped me figure out how to do it originally anyway. Yeah, the lost first episode of Leaving a Legacy. <laughs> and and then uh, scoop into the guys from Crazy Talk, KYT and Frankie and Medina. Oh, shit, I should see how Medina's doing anyway. Um but yeah, lots of lots of uh lots of people paved the way. So scoop in everybody though. All the guys involved. And for everybody else, it's been the hundredth episode and I hope y'all enjoy your Monday and we're not rolling any fucking die. <laughs> oh, I figured. I wasn't gonna bother because even if I did roll a die, you'd just change it in editing. <laughs> pretty much, pretty so much. It's my gift to you, Adrian. You get to choose the song for the hundredth episode. <laughs> yeah, man. Pick the deepest cut of two chains you can think of. Like <laughs> I don't even know who two chains is. Like I know I I actually saw the only reason I have any idea that two chains is even a rapper is because I saw a reference on fucking SCG on um the tin fins on the source. Somebody was talking about sideboard and fucking um, Logan Crean put up always bring in two chains and he put up a picture of some guy <laughs> and then somebody else is like I just lost my shit on the fucking bus. <laughs> so anyway, uh, okay. all right, then give us your best Bone Thugs and Harmony track 
No, I was actually going to ask Jerry what that Irish song was he was playing earlier. <laughs> uh, I introduced Adrian to Mumford and Sons earlier today. Uh, <laughs> 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 I love how he gets from Irish music to Mumford and Sons. <laughs> Sounds like what a grandparent would say. Like, <laughs> well, no, that's what Jerry was saying. He's like, yeah, it's like Irish folk music. Yeah, I mean, that's the kind of their style. They're they're like kind of like old crow medicine show influence, but they're uh, they're like a United Kingdom band, so they have that that accent going for them. So, what's the name of the song, though? Uh, so Mumford and Sons. Uh, their hit is Little Lion Man. Uh, but I'm trying to remember what song were you listening to. What you were listening or that to. I was listening to that you heard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh man, we gotta get some Method Man in here, man. I pro I probably am gonna go. <laughs>